You're listening to Nerd Talkalypse Podcast for when the nerd world gets real. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the biannual episode of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. This is episode 101 of the show. I honestly never thought that I'd see this day uh, based off uh, things that have been going on in our personal lives. But here we are. I am sorry to our regular listeners that my co-host Lane will not be joining us this evening. However, I have the uh, most of the Star Wars crew, the OG Aaron Dwyer here. Uh, the <laughs> the OG Brandon Allison with his friend Kevin. What's going on? <laughs> and uh, the person who we managed to uh, forget about last time, and I'm sorry for that, Mr. Jeff Selinski, who was on our Star Wars Force Awakens DVD release podcast. Um, yes, thank you very much. Yes, yeah, so we are finally here with that, and uh, I'm we're like gonna Obi Wan. <laughs> Real quick, before we get started, I'm going to just give some general things here. Um, This movie is not as big of a monster as the past movies have been, but worldwide, we're looking at about 725513384 dollars as far as the uh, income for the movie. I don't have any information on how that compares to the last ones, but it's doing pretty well. It's over halfway to a billion, so that's good. Uh, And the... Who gives a fuck? Rotten Tomatoes score is fifty four percent, with the eighty six percent audience score. So that is definitely saying something, considering that the Last Jedi had almost the exact opposite of those scores. So that is definitely something to say about critics. So that being said, let's go ahead and move forward with general thoughts. I'm going to let Jeff Zelinsky go first because he was talking about some very interesting stuff before I hit the record button. So let's do it, Jeff. <laughs> Um, I was talking about just with the the dis- the dispar- the discrepancy in those scores, like you said, who gives a fuck? I know I don't like I give a fuck in this forum, like talking to people, you know, in a hopefully intellectual discussion about it. But like I have a brain, I'll make up my own opinion whether I like the movie or not. But it was fun for me and a friend, Matt. I don't know Matt Bojalid who has been like a hater of the most recent trilogy, like, con- like soul hater. Um, it was fun to like engage with him a little bit and like let any of the frustrations I had, like get out, like really tool on it. Like, Oh really? Could we have a fourth desert planet please? And like <laughs> just terrible stuff. Um, so now that I got it all at my system, I do find myself mostly in defense mode a lot of the time trying to defend what they were doing. Um, I know for me, the movie started off, the first 45 minutes to me were like a mess because there was just like too much going on with nothing explained whatsoever. And I know if they explained every little detail, we'd be in forever. But the first five minutes to me was like I was being thrown like 
underwater and I couldn't swim. Didn't know what was going on. Somehow, the movie managed to like reel it all in and like finish strong, I thought, in what people a lot of people are calling fan service ending. But if they didn't service the fans, then we'd have like a Game of Thrones finale on our hands. I believe that to be right. Uh, and I totally agree with you. However, I was not as confused as you were at the beginning of the movie. I, I did see that you posted that on Facebook prior to watching the movie. And I was looking for some confusion. But I think you prepped me <laughs> to not be confused by saying that it was confusing. So uh, believe that one. I don't, know. I don't know. I was waiting for it to get confusing. And I was like, this this makes sense to me. Um but okay, so that. Well, I mean, for go ahead. I, sorry, I had I had like delved into some leaks and stuff like that, so I was aware of even Palpatine's you know existence. But like, first of all, with the crawl, like the dead speak, that was as bad as like uh, Revenge of the Sith with like war and the exclamation point. I thought it was like a weak opening statement of the of the crawl, and you know, then like all of a sudden, boom, we're on Exegol, but we don't know it yet. We don't know the name. Kylo's doing something. And then all of a sudden Palpatine's there. It's like, how, why, um, again, it's willing suspension of disbelief, but like for a major character, like the emperor to all of a sudden just be brought back, like thrust into it at the opening of the film. I thought it was like a little overwhelming. Right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, let's go ahead and go to Kevin for some. He said he wants to chime in about fan movies, so go ahead, Kevin. Yo, so I totally 100% agree with you in your beginning statement about, you know, about making movies and, you know, sitcom series, you know, but like it's all about money. Like, how much money can they put in? try and get equal or more back out to them like no one's ever going to be happy whenever a fan favorite movie comes out because just imagine if like game of thrones did make a movie you'd skip like eight seasons to like two hours you know what i mean we're all going to be like oh what happened here what happened what happened but with the creators of star wars which is jj abrams i love jj abrams go ahead with the star trek anyways and John, who did, who's becoming this godlike director of Marvel films, and he's been tying everything in. Yeah, it took us 10 some years, but he's tying everything in. I honestly believe that he will fix Star Wars for all these fans who are hating on this series that's been out. Who, JJ? Uh, no, John, the guy who did the uh, Mandalorian. Oh, Favreau. With, I, is, is that how you say his name? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Something. But John, anyways, John, like, what, what, what more can J.J. Abrams do from what Ryan Johnson did? Well, that's true. I mean, Ryan You know, Johnson, like he, yeah. R- Ryan Johnson let so many holes open – it's like, bro, you. I I hated the uh, Last Jedi. I hated that because Disney slapped their name on it, they had to do some childlike jokes in the film between Finn and that Asian girl. I hated that. The only 
from JJ, I love Force Awakens. That's my favorite one. But from these movies, I do have to give credit on that the fight scenes look great. Everything looks great in 4K, right? Oh yeah. I think I think my but I wish now I'm gonna talk about the solo film real quick. I my biggest thing about the solo film, I wish instead of talking about the Millennium Falcon, I wish we saw like a blueprint of the ship being built. Like we saw the uh, the uh, Death Star being built many times in the series. I wish we saw that, you know. But like, I what more can JJ do after the last uh, Jedi? It, it he was probably working seven days a week, twenty four hours, trying to figure this out. What can we do? How can I close it up? That's why I think when we saw the first trailer of the Rise Skywalker, we heard Palpatine's laugh. You know, what I mean, I think he tried to figure something out try to give the fans what they want. But he also did say, I don't care what the fans think. I want to make this movie how I want to do it. That's what Ryan Johnson did, right? I, right. Well, or, I'm pretty sure J.J. Abrams said that. I, I could be wrong, though, but... Well, yeah, I mean, there's. I don't know that there's one predominant fan theory or fan way that you want it to go. There's probably millions of them. But in general, but in terms of just like a lot of the character cameos and Easter eggs, if you if you will, type of thing, um, you know, I think that I think it was like necessary for to, for a, a conclusion of it to have like Ray at Tatooine, which I didn't even see coming, to be honest, and I don't know why. I mean, Helen Keller could have seen that one. Coming. Well, I'm honestly glad that she went back. I'm glad it did. I think it was a good ending for a 40-year-old saga series. Like, it brought back to where it started. And I yeah, think absolutely. that was a good ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and the thing, oh, I yeah. think people, I think people hated this film because they, like you said, there's many plot holes, like, what's going on? But if you look at Avengers Endgame, it was a good movie, but it was two hours of talking. That was it. But somehow, because it's a Marvel film, fans like, oh my God, this is so great. So, right. real quick, before we move on to Brandon, who wants in on the next statement here, the, uh, uh, the to what you were saying about Endgame, I, I sat in the front row of a theater in Altoona, Pennsylvania. The lady next to me leans over and says, this is my first Avengers movie. I said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. And what I is she said, doing? What I don't, she I know. And she's I going to watch I said, you have, I, I said, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know. I, and I said, why are you here? And she goes, oh, my boyfriend brought me. And I looked over at him and I said, is that him right there? And I said, yeah. And I said, you're a douchebag. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, why? And I'm like, because why the fuck would you bring her to this movie? I was like, she's going to be wildly confused as to what's going on. <laughs> And why everybody's just, later. like you said, uh, <laughs> Kevin, like, why everybody's just talking about what the fuck are they talking about and all this stuff. And I said, you didn't even show her Infinity War? Come on, man. Like, what the fuck is going <laughs> you know, on? So uh, it was, what? I totally understand. But like, that's, you know, I mean. That's like between somebody a comic. Like, between these, like, between all the villains, like, Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and Darth Revon are like my all-time favorite right. Sith Lords. Like I love everything about it. I'm glad 
I think Adam Driver did a really good job, you know, from being Ben Solo between, but he also had the same personality as a teenager Anakin Skywalker. It was literally a copy and paste. Right. I, I agree. I mean, I think he, he was more petulant in like the Force Awakens, and through each of them, you did see like a, a, a mature uh, increase in like it, focus. It's just focus. like when him and Ray, when he would like him and Ray would like cross paths, it was basically when Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader was talking, like, come on this side, this is what I want you to be. But overall, I think I'm driving a really good Skylar Ren. You know, I think he did great. Like, and I like how he changed sides and did his thing. Absolutely. I agree. All right, Brandon. Oh, also, off okay. topic, my dog's name is a, is a Vader, by the way. <laughs> nice. I got a dog one time. I, I wanted to name him Chewbarka, but <laughs> I wasn't allowed. That's pretty good. Anyway, Brandon, go. Yeah, um, I agree a lot with Jeff said about even like the opening scroll of the movie, like War. You know, it was kind of kind of ridiculous, <laughs> really ridiculous. But uh, you guys are nailing some good points. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, but no, you guys are you guys are nailing some good stuff right now on top of the head. But like, I had had a few issues with the movie, but overall, I loved it. Um, I mean, how we were talking about like why was Palpatine even back and why like was he doing like how did he get back like that that's what i wanted to know like how did he like i mean the death star you know blew up and fell on indoor i mean did he just like crawl out of that uh ocean was like oh man i'm good you know like <laughs> i'm the sith <laughs> and his <laughs> so it's just just really weird but um i mean there was a lot of like plot holes and, and i mean that um abrams had to really you know, fill in the holes of what Rain Ryan Johnson, whatever the hell his name is. Um, <laughs> you know, he he did so much. I mean, I've um, I've defended like Aaron Aaron and Deej. You know, I've defended Last Jedi to a certain extent. There was a lot of things they could have changed. Um, I don't know about a lot I don't of know things if they could have done without defending it, buddy. No, no, you guys know. You and Aaron know that I defended it. Oh to a yeah, yeah, extent. we know that you did. Yeah, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> uh, hey, Aaron defended but, it too. Yeah, Aaron Aaron was on my side on that one, and um. But this one was so much better uh, overall. Like I really like the new the new trilogy. Uh, it's so funny that people bitch and complain about the um, the the whole like new new trilogy because of the fact that oh oh man. But I love the prequels. Like come on, dude. Have you ever watched Attack of the Clones? <laughs> yeah. Like, like come on, man. <laughs> you really you really want to go there? <laughs> I mean, it's just. I know, and they bring that up to me, and I'm like, "You're talking to a man who saw Empire Strikes Back in the yeah. theaters, yeah, yeah like when exactly. it was released." I'm like, "Don't fuck with Lawrence Kasdan and Empire Strikes Back." <laughs> but it's just, it's just hilarious, dude. They're like, "Oh man, this these movies are terrible." Uh, Force Awakens was like New Hope, and and that's a bad thing because why? You know, like <laughs> what was wrong with that? But I mean, I, I overall I love this movie, man, and there's there was. It was a little rushed in the beginning of the movie. Um, that I can say that at least, but it wasn't like a bad like rush where it was like, oh god, I can't can't watch this shit. It's rushed. No, it was. I just I wish there was more time in the movie. They, they could have made two parts of this movie. They needed to, but they couldn't. They didn't do it. And they yeah, I, I can't guess they didn't want to do it. 
And yeah, you said you couldn't stand it, and I'm I'm with stand you on a that. Two parter like that. Y- yeah, like, yeah, it, it'd be it'd be rough, really fucking rough. But I mean, yeah. you guys pretty much nailed it. Um, I mean, and yeah. So Aaron, go for it, dude. All right, I've seen it three times, and the first time through, I took my dad as a Christmas present, and after watching it, I was like, okay. I was like, it's not the greatest, but it's also not the worst. Um, and I think it was just because it was too fast. The first time through, I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, what in the hell is happening here? Like <laughs> like Jeff said, with the opening sequence of Kylo Ren on Mustafar, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool, this is cool, all right. And then he just leaves and goes to Exegol, and I'm like, okay. And then the Emperor shows up, and I'm like, oh, all right, he's back, cool. But like everything just happened so quickly. Like Zoe Bliss, we meet her for like two minutes, gone. Uh, Lando, we see him for two minutes, gone, and then we see him for another two minutes, and then he doesn't come back till the end of the movie. Then we find out Palpatine had a son, and I'm like, okay, I get that. And then it's just it's gone, never mentioned again at all. Like I like this movie, I don't love it. I. <clears throat> Actually, after rewatching, I did a whole marathon before seeing this movie, and I actually, I probably still like The Last Jedi and Force Awakens more than this, but my problem, here, here's where I don't have an issue with the movie, is because Last Jedi never built up to anything. It just, you had your fight, they killed Snoke, done. And then I guess, like, that's something that I guess a lot of people are like, oh, it's a jumbled mess. It's like, yeah, it's a jumbled mess because Ryan Johnson didn't build up to anything. They had to build up something in the first five minutes of the movie that you're like, oh, the stakes are high. Like, And that's where I think this movie could have really benefited from being as long as, like, Endgame. Like, break, break tradition. It doesn't have to be two hours and 35 minutes long. Make it three hours and 35 minutes long. Give the plot some time to breathe and maybe people can like absorb it a little bit better. Like I saw it three times and the third time it was the best because I knew what was coming. Nothing seemed fast and I enjoyed it just more thoroughly and walked away from it like, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, this was this was good. Like I walked away and I was like, hey, you know, this this was serviceable end. I, I was fine with that. But the, the one thing, I will say this, the one thing I did not like about this movie is the fact that they almost blatantly copied the I am inevitable, I am Iron Man line. And that's my opening remarks. That's <laughs> God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> you make some valid fucking points every goddamn time. <laughs> I try. I mean, hey, so... Brandon, have I ever told you about the first time that I met Aaron after I had not, not including the very first time I met Aaron when we were children? No, you haven't. So Aaron used to be this kid that showed up to the pool, like that he just had like the cool toys or whatever. We didn't really hang out all that often. I just knew him. And then it wasn't until that day that The Force Awakens released. I'm at FYE setting up my podcast shit. And I turn around and there is like a full bodied, like, legit Kylo Ren just standing there scared the fucking piss out of me. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. Like, 
And Lane looks at me and he goes, dude, look at this. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he removes his helmet. I'm like, I know him. That's fucking Aaron Dwyer. Like, he has all the cool toys. Immediately. Like, <laughs> I and, still, still get all the cool toys. And I'm like, dude, I was like, you got to sit down and, and, and have a conversation with me. Like, so that, that you know, that that's how this is born. So he's been, you know, he's, he's right up there. You know, Jeff has the, Jeff has like the, you know, I saw the shit in theaters, street cred. And Aaron's got the, uh. You know the fucking I know my shit kind of street cred, so it, you know it's. Yeah, I mean, I mean they both know their shit. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like it's it's crazy. But I, well, not only that, man. Like Aaron's a hell of an artist too. Like have you ever seen any of his work? If anybody wants to see Aaron's work, he should uh, put a link in the description somewhere below. Yeah, <laughs> see, no, I should do that. See this work. <laughs> anyway, I, wrong... I just did a bunch of Star Wars ones for Rise of Skywalker. Actually, Aaron, I saw. All of that there at the movie theater the day I went to see this. You just weren't there. Oh yeah, I was probably at work. Yeah. Anyway, I so no more than an hour or maybe an hour and a half ago, I was standing in line at the six pack shop and this dude turns around and looks at me and he goes, Hey man, did you see the movie? I said, Yeah. And the one I don't remember who there was somebody else there who was like, I've never seen The Last Jedi and I was like, Honestly, uh you don't fucking have to. Uh anymore i was like i would just totally skip it if you're not all that interested in it you don't they retcon the whole fucking movie minus a few things and that yeah, was something i, then, I mean right. it, it really is like minus like the minus seeing ray get the scripts or the books and seeing like yoda come back and seeing that luke isn't around anymore like you don't even need to know that luke died because you see him as a fucking force ghost in the movie and you're like oh shit luke died wonder how that happened and that's all you really need to know. Yeah. And it. it I, I mean, I think we're all still figuring that out. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, what's it, like, come on, dude. <laughs> but like, the movie was completely retconned almost. And except, except Luke's uh, X-wing still works after being submerged. Yeah, yeah I, that thing's been underwater for years. <laughs> I mean, didn't he fucking use like a the door of the X-wing like on his hut? And then Chewie busted it off. Huh. Well, you know. Retcon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like Kevin has something. No, Jeff had something to say before Kevin. It it just tied into, um, I think it was, let me look at the names here. Brandon was talking about, like, Palpatine. You know, what? how? How? is he alive you know he went down the shaft of the the death star blah 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 and like i did think about okay i have watched the clone wars that's another like extension that i got into the cartoon series i haven't watched rebels but i have watched clone wars and i thought okay well this is like a darth maul thing like darth maul was cut in two and fell down a shaft but like we are supposed to take it as canon that like he somehow through his hate you know, through his hatred is how he stayed alive and, you know, fashioned some, like, robot spider legs that his top half of his torso was walking around on. And so it's kind of like an extension of that, and that was very well received by fans. Everybody loved to know Darth Maul was still alive. Like, it was like, you know, everyone thought Darth Maul was badass and, like, like, not that Snoke was badass, but it's like, okay, here's a Sith, apprentice, dead. You know, one movie. 
Um, so they, but they extended his life. So I wonder if J.J. Abrams took any inspiration from that in the Palpatine thing. Um, you know, assuming that he was dead and hoping that it would be as like well received with fans. Yeah, but where where Maul fell, <laughs> the damn Death Star, wherever he was at, didn't blow up. Hey, look. <laughs> I got like a question about Snoke whenever we're done right here. A Snoke and a pancake? Huh? <laughs> no, I said. Did, did everybody Snoke. see the Snoke clones in the little? There was like Snoke <laughs> bodies. That, that was almost laughable. No way. Just like Actually, spongy. that's what I wanted. <laughs> spongy Snoke clones. No, that's exactly what I wanted. Not even like. Now, just a few weeks ago, like before Christmas, I sat down with another friend of mine and he was like, you know, we were going over Star Wars series and I was like talking about, you know, I was bitching about how this was like, this is the fucking Walmart brand name of Star Wars movies and the Rise of Skywalker is the gayest title ever and just all this stuff. And I was going on and on and hey. on about it. And and uh, he he was like, well, who do you think Snoke is? And I said, well, I think that Snoke is like a weird fucking clone kind of like Mew or Ditto was a, a a a clone of Mew and it was failed and all this weird shit and he's like that's fucking crazy that'll never happen and I'm like that's the only way I'm okay with it and it was fucking true <laughs> I was like holy shit I couldn't believe it I just was like I don't know I just made that shit up because I was like Snoke's existence in in the last Jedi was absurd it didn't make well, any yeah, sense to we... me we're meant to believe, if what I understood, we're meant to believe that the Palpatine just created him as like a, a puppet, basically, like came out of nowhere. Obviously, he had a lot more going on for him than we ever saw in the Last Jedi, which, by the way, was nothing. He was just sitting in that throne room all the time, golden, in, oh, with that golden, golden gown on, and that like throne room fly. was sweet though. That red with those Praetorian guards. Nobody um, here can deny that The Last Jedi is not a fucking beautiful movie. It, it is, is a gorgeous movie. But like, you know, Leia in, they say in um, The Force Awakens, you know, Leia even says it was Snoke. So, you know, he'd been around doing stuff, like maybe, you know, messing with Kylo Ren and his Knights of Ren, which by the way, what the fuck, like, what the fuck with the Knights of Ren? They were useless. Random, <laughs> Random. I, I have Talk something to tell you too. Well, I have Talk something to tell you about Knights of Ren. They all have the Force. In the comics, they say that you have, in order to be a Knight of Ren, you have to have the Force. Would have been fucking nice to have seen some of that shit. Right. They they were they got were gotten rid of like pretty handily. And so yeah, like they didn't do anything. And it's like, well, my question is going back to the Last Jedi, and I'm sorry if I'm like barging in but like okay snoke is killed and cut in half again but guess what he's probably alive um cut in half he's dead and then the praetorian guards are like okay well we're gonna kill you but like why snoke's dead already it, they should just be like oh okay well we failed like what are they gonna do they're not gonna bring him back you it's know like the, I mean? they're Fight. probably like those assassins <laughs> that like when you try to kill them they like bite the cyanide pill or whatever and they're like well if you kill our leader we're fucking going rogue yeah we're going rogue one well they, they, they were pretty uh they were pretty pretty adept 
fighters. I mean, they they're all dead, but like they were pretty good while they lasted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then like, oh, they're non-Sith accessories. There's like a lot of non Snoke was non-Sith, I think. And then, you know, on Exegol, you have the only real being on there was the Emperor and, like, two guys walking around. Those those people, like, in the stands, so to speak, you know what I mean? Like, those Sith, uh, like, football fans, basically. You never saw anybody. <laughs> Just like, these, like, shapeless, you know, hooded... I, I didn't take them to ever be real people. That was just kind of, like, Palpatine's, like, projection of... You know, if we no, they're, way they're back, actually they were, all real people. They reminded me of the ghosts in in the movie Ghost with Patrick. Those things that came out of the shadows. And I was like, really, Bleh. really hoping that they were all going to be in floating platforms like they were in the prequel series, <laughs> <laughs> like just floating around while Palpatine was getting all political and and you know, as you stare into his. But Aaron says eyes. they are all real people. I guess that's what they were. Yes. But they were all his followers. The I mean, they had to build the Star Destroyer somehow. Yeah, I, I mean, gonna... he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He just didn't throw them together. Like you know, like I'm gonna force these together. He had those fucking followers in the football stand, like a coliseum. Like yeah. you know, them dudes. I know, but like all... that was another thing too. It was like, okay, I understand the Sith you know, like, all-encompassing power and, like, stuff like that. But, like, really? Like, a fleet of, like, a thousand Star Destroyers that are just coming out of from under, what, water, mud? What was that? Just all in the sky with these shiny new red Sith troopers. They were special. They were, they were, they were sweet as fuck, but, like, who the hell were they and where'd they all come from? <laughs> I mean, they, they still they do everything. I'm very technical. They do that in everything. Just in the yeah. what in the finale for Mandalorian. Like what the where the fuck did that guy come from? Like that the dude with the flamethrower. No, the dude with the flamethrower, the stormtrooper with the red X's on him. Oh yeah, yeah, Shit was fucking crazy, but I was like, where the fuck did that come from? I have never even seen that before. Dude, who liked the flying stormtroopers with the real thin eye band? I thought they were sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really good. get yeah, their um, nice. the launch. I didn't really understand their launching off the that bike. You know, it kind of like flipped up and. Well, what's the point of the jetpack? Jet jet if they have a jetpack, they have a jetpack. They don't need that assist. It's like a lifted yeah. chair. Yeah, that, that, I thought that was stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, Mandalorian didn't need a fucking uh, uh, assist off that lava boat. No, he did. Yeah. That was good. He went up and he hooked onto that Tie Fighter, which was sweet. Um, and how about the uh, the female Mandalorian that like cat? You know, she she casts the Beskar and everything. She's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, she's yeah, she's. I think it's Duchess Satine. She's the dead. <laughs> Who would Aaron? You'd shit if it was Satine. I would. They're That'd gonna bring her back for the Obi Wan series, don't you think? She, she, to... She'll be hooked up to the Glados and like uh, Emperor Palpatine was. Yeah, she'll be all like decrepit. Yeah. Blind, black lips. 
I mean, but then, to be honest and, with and you, Pal I thought. Okay. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. I was going to say, if Palpatine again, if he's like the grand orchestra orchestrator of everything, <sighs> to understand this Force dyad, like Palpatine created Ray through his son, right? Who we yeah. even, like no, okay, the, we don't even know another, like, Right, we don't even know him. But then, so are Kylo Ren and Ray like? Did they were they born at the same time? Um, the one of the books says that Ray was nineteen and Ben was twenty five or twenty six when the movie starts. Okay, so then that doesn't make so. sense to me. Or, or I guess maybe the dyad is something that's like created after the fact. I don't yeah, know. It could be. I'm maybe not understanding it. But then, like, all of a sudden for Palpatine to be like, oh, look, when the two of you stand together, I can actually just, like, drain shit off of you and recreate my flesh. Like, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost as random. That's what he like... said. Oh, by every the whole plan we just spoke about, cut that. I'm back in power, and I'm going to suck your life force out, and I'm still emperor. It's almost as random as them being able to, like, basically fucking FaceTime each other through the force. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how I felt about that either with the, like the snatching of the beads off. And then like in last Jedi, when, when Ray saw Kylo, like half naked, I mean, like, here's the story. Sex doesn't belong in star Wars. You know what I mean? Or anything alluding to it, like half nudity. Not that I care or anything, but like, She's like, oh, could you cover yourself up? And with the same-sex kiss at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker, it's like, great, lesbians were there. Or not, who cares? Like, nothing sexual belongs in Star Wars. I agree at any with time. that, because I was fucking completely thrown, like, taken aback by Kylo and Rey kissing. I actually audibly oh, said, were? I said, what the fuck? Like, out loud, I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, because oh, see, nothing I, they I totally did alluded to, alluded to that happening to me. And I like I look. I, mean, I, don't, I, I was the only the one in the theater that was like apparently taken aback by it. Now, now with that kiss, now do you think that's a possibility that Ray is pregnant? No, no. <laughs> I don't. Well, Brandon, you, hey, no, I'm Brandon, just saying, like, like, Kevin, no. the force, man, like the force can do anything. Oh, if she to... douches with Coca Cola, she'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but no, I didn't take that. I didn't really take their kiss as like. I didn't even take that as sexual. I took that more of like a, well, if we want to go all the way back to it, when Leia kissed Luke in Empire Strikes Back, remember that ickiness? Um, it was, I mean, you know what, uh, dude? It was just there to make everybody happy. 2019, dude, make everyone happy. So everybody just be shut like, the fuck up. You Tyler, know what I mean? Like, just like, wow, we we really did that. Like, Were people really a shipping hug and them? a kiss, you know? Were people yeah, shipping Ray and Kylo? They have been since Last Jedi. Are you for fucking real? No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What the yeah. hell? How did people I miss all that? Get, people were trying to get Poe and Finn together. That that would have yeah, made more sense to me like, than them other two. Well, I mean, you know, everybody wants their opinion on the character they like. It just who gives. And they a did shit? the thing with Lando in the solo movie, how he was like, "What was he, pansexual or something?" With robots, droids, and fine. You know what? That's great. They make sex robots now, but like again, it's an aspect that doesn't really need to be addressed ever. 
in Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Huh. You're to I know Aaron, Aaron had uh, some stuff by Exegol, so I want to I wanna hear his whole... Um, I talked to her in a couple months. His whole... Okay. Okay. Oh. oh yeah, if I actually pay attention, I can see that too. Okay. Go, Aaron. I I want to hear Exegol. I think he's uh. Oc What's that? Uh, one to hear your uh, theory on Exegol. Oh, okay. You yeah. Um. So one thing that I wanted to piggyback on what you guys were talking about, make everybody happy and everything. Here's one thing that I want to say about Star Wars that I said before I even watched it when I heard the critics were going, oh, this is the worst thing since Phantom Menace. Listen, us movie viewers don't write the movies. When they write them, that's it. We shouldn't be looking at it and going, oh, this part sucked, or I would have done it like this way. This part makes no sense. Guess what? It's concrete. It's done. It's on film. Right. Like, quit crying about it. No amount of crying that you do is going to solve it. Just accept it for what it is. And that's what I've done with this movie. Like, cause I said, I went in and watched it and I was like, okay, last Jedi, I watched it a couple more times and I was like, yeah, I mean, like I see what people are saying, but then I watch it and I'm like, but it's, it is what it is. Like you can't, you can't change it. It's, it's a constant. So, I mean, like, I don't understand why everybody is crying about it. Like, it, it, it's not, you didn't write it. it your headcanon is not what is real. Right, and then so, everyone says, you, oh, I would have done it this way. It's like, yeah, well, who the fuck are you, filmmaker? Yeah, you didn't Yeah, you didn't write it. You didn't write it. You're not getting paid for it. Yeah, so, shut up. At Lucasfilm. On it, I mean, yeah, sit down, shut up, and enjoy. I had a really, yeah, I had I a really like, big bad problem with the title of the movie. I, I don't know. I think it's retarded, but I also felt that way about Endgame. Yeah, I, I was okay with the title. It's dumb. I don't know. It just seems like it's generic. It's so on the nose. Every, what would you have named it? I, I honestly, I don't know what I would have named it, but but I the every other Listen. movie, every other movie that is Star Wars had some sort of like uh, mystery involved, mm. like the Phantom Menace. The, the Phantom Menace was like, you're ever. like, what the fuck is the Phantom Menace? Attack of the Clones, maybe not so much, but it's still, you're yeah, like, so well, what the fuck? That's gay. Attack of the Clones <laughs> is gay. I, I know. Well, listen. It sounds like Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. I agree, yeah, but yeah. there was still some sort of mystery <laughs> involved. And it was written like it, too. And then you got, what, Revenge and of the Sith, like which see? is pretty on the nose, but it, it is what it is. And you have Star Wars, which is now it's a new hope, but... Yeah, the re-release for, yeah. what, 80... But now, and then you have, what, The Empire Strikes Back, which is kind of on the nose, and then Return of the Jedi, which is kind of on the nose, but none of them alluded to what exactly the fuck was going on. And even The Force Awakens was kind of on the nose, but you're like, wow, that's still pretty cool. The Last Jedi is still pretty cool. And then you're like, The Rise of Skywalker. Like, okay, you have, if you go to Walmart and you sit down and you're like, okay, I got Tylenol, or I got Equate great value brand That's headache amazing. relief <laughs> you know you're gonna buy but it pisses me off like you're just like okay i'm gonna buy tylenol because that shit looks dope like it does what i needed to do and it's name brand and it looks sweet and now you got the rise of skywalker like well i wonder what the fuck happens in this one like it's pretty on the no on the nose like there's nothing and I, it just pissed me off but i felt the same way about endgame i thought that shit was retarded 
This is the dumbest title for an Avengers movie ever. Um, see, see, before, before I get into the Palpatine stuff, one thing real quick about what you said about the title. When they named the seventh movie, The Force Awakens, I was sitting there going, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Because it just didn't, like, it didn't fit anything else that had been done. Like, it just was The Force Awakens. And I was like, oh, this isn't like Return of the Jedi, The Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Sith. Like, there was usually something that was tied to one side or the other. And when it was just The Force Awakens, I was like, oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. Like, I didn't expect it to be that. But, um, so yeah, like that, Rise of Skywalker, I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, The Force Awakens was the title of this trilogy that I was like, um, all right. And I was just like, okay, I'll just, I'll roll with it, whatever. I just thought it was. Uh, so know. Palpatine. Yes, Palpatine, please. So the Palpatine <laughs> stuff, so I'm convinced. Yeah, pod racing. I'm convinced that um, the Palpatine that we see in Return of the Jedi is the clone. That that is not the actual Palpatine because in one of the books, this is again expand, Disney's expanded universe. Palpatine, when he first started the Empire, set up a communications array to monitor the unknown regions, and he received a mysterious transmission back, and he wanted to pinpoint the source. So up until this point, everybody who read that book said that was Snoke. Wrong. It was Exegol. He went to find Exegol, and that's where he stayed. He had a clone sit in for him in the Senate and on the Death Star. He communicated with Vader from Exegol, but the Palpatine that we see in person is not the real Palpatine. So basically, past episode three, it's not the real one. That's why he kills that Vader kills that Palpatine and he dies. And that's why the Palpatine that's on Exegol is so old and decrepit and dying because he's been there since the start of the Empire. And all of those troops, all those troops he recruited and brought to Exegol because in the book, the visual dictionary, it says all of those troops were raised from birth on Exegol and trained for this moment. And the ships, because a lot of people are saying, oh, it doesn't make any fucking sense because he just like conjures these ships. No, they manufactured all of those underground. They built them all under Exegol's surface. And when Ben showed up, they started the engines and Palpatine rose them from underground to reveal them but that stuff aside if you look back even though it wasn't planned because you could tell that they came up with palpatine on the fly because they're like well we have there was no build up there's nothing else if you watch the movies and pay close attention in the last jedi when snoke is using the force on uh ray the music that plays in it is the emperor's theme so even though it wasn't like, a, even though it wasn't a conscious decision, it was just kind of a, oh, we're just going to play this because it's evil overlord. It kind of gives you, if you go back and watch it now, you're like, oh, like that could be a hint. Like if somebody who hasn't watched any of them, if they watch it, if somebody watches it and they haven't watched any of it, 
then they're going to watch it and go, oh, okay, well, they kind of hit it at that. And the fact that he uses the force lightning on Ben. The music is always... Music is the shit. It, attention, and you're familiar with the themes. Like, that more telling than most people know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ben doesn't understand those themes, I don't think. Um, you know, even like you hear Yoda's theme when he comes back in Last Jedi, and it's even Yoda's theme, like slash the Force theme when Luke has the X-wing out at um, what's the name of that planet? Octo. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, no one's denying that John Williams is the shit, you know. Oh, he's a genius. And it's official. He did say that this was the last Star Wars he was doing. I mean, he's going to die, like, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. So, Aaron, yeah, what's the name of the, Is that all in the Visual Dictionary, Brandon, or uh, Aaron? Yeah, when you get to the, all the Exegol stuff, that's all in the Visual Dictionary. But the funny thing about the Visual Dictionary is there is no page on Palpatine. Really? Where'd my book go? Who's Palpatine? I can't believe I misplaced it. Oh, also, fun fact, I'm not sure if any of you guys read this. They uh, canonized a lot of old Sith, including Darth Revan, because the Sith troopers, their legions legions are now canon because they're named after ancient Sith, and Revan is one of them. So Revan is canon, which they're announcing that new trilogy, and I'm wondering if that's not a hint that they're saying, hey, we're going to do an Old Republic trilogy. That'd be really cool to see, like, the Knights of Old Republic. I would love to see that. That's That's, that's been in the rumor mill forever. Yeah, and and up until now, Revan wasn't canon. Who's going to do the next trilogy? Who's Revan? Is he from a video game? Yeah, yes. yeah, he's from the Knights of the Old Republic. It's like, what, how many years prior to the events of uh, I thought it was like Star 2000 Wars. or something, really. Yeah, it's a yeah. long time. Yeah, it's a long time ago. A long, long time ago. Who's... <laughs> I got it far, far away. Who's, uh, who's directing the next trilogy? Is it still fucking douchebag? No, nobody knows yet. Uh, Fabra and Filoni are going to announce it in January. By douchebag, you mean the Game of Thrones guys? No, by douchebag, I mean... No, they quit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I know they quit. Um... Hey, I'll say this about Ryan Johnson. He may have directed a very divisive Star Wars movie, but Knives Out was the shit. This is what I have to say about Ryan Johnson. He's got a real bad attitude. After he, like... Oh, he's got an ego ego problem. Uh, He's the worst. His attitude after the whole, like, outfall of The Last Jedi was, like, I wanted to fucking kick him in the nuts so bad. He was just so, like, arrogant and, like, fuck you, fuck everybody. And I was like, wow, this guy doesn't know how to, like, PR anything. He wasn't, like, helping his cause. And, I mean, that's a a problem that you run into when you let, like... uh... I love J.J. I love all of his movies. Ryan Johnson, Knives Out, probably my favorite movie of 2019. They're both good directors. They can both make good movies. But the issue with it is, is Kathleen Kennedy handed off 
these scripts to two very egotistical directors and said, write your stories. And they wrote them and went in completely different directions. And that's why you ended up with such a fast paced at sometimes a mess of a third act in a trilogy that was supposed to tie an entire saga together. Not like in the, in the original trilogy. And even you even look at the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, you had George as the prominent name on the script. And then you had somebody co-writing with him, but you had a consistent person writing that story, writing the outline of it from the start. So everything mm-hmm. meshed together and went consistently, even in the prequels. They're okay. Yeah, they are bad. They have their problems. However, they are consistent because one guy is writing them all. But you in know who this, swooped in to help him? You know who swooped in often to help him on those prequel scripts? Ms. Fisher, Carrie Fisher, being a good writer herself. He would write oh, yeah, that's right. and be like, what's going on? And she'd be like, oh, George. And like, you know, would get shit together. The best Flick she could on sure. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you know, big fuck you to George and pod <laughs> racing. Fuck. She was just pissed off that Padme got so many clothes and she only had a white dress in the one movie with no underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... But that's wanna... that's a problem with the trilogy is it becomes a mess because you don't have consistency. Well, yeah, I mean they and and JJ wasn't originally slated to even do uh Skywalker. No, it was Colin Trevorrow who made Jurassic World. And then yeah. he they they fired him, but he's still credited as part um writer in the credits because I saw his name and I was like, I thought he was just axed. But um they, uh, yeah, and I think the reason why is because after the backlash of Last Jedi, Kathleen Kennedy panicked and said, "JJ, we need you to come back and salvage something from this because we literally don't know what to do." Right. Yeah, I mean Kathleen Kennedy is like I don't know. She is. I don't know. She's catching a lot of flack, I suppose. I- I like Kathleen, but I think she needs to go. I think Filoni and Favreau need to take over. Well, there's no question that they are killing it with uh, the Mandalorian. Although, I mean, that like we're not talking about a perfect piece of stuff there either. There's so much been so much exposition in that series with like little growth or like direction. You know what I mean? Like every week, yeah. it was just on another planet and another character, and they were all great to see, and everything was very like amazing and he i love the fact that john favreau the some of the character the actors he has coming in like the guy that drove that transport on the very first episode you know he's been like in so many movies playing like the doof the the doof Bra- Brian Posehn. yeah he's a comedian <laughs> freaking, yeah. freaking uh bill burr jesus <laughs> bill burr I I know. Bill burr. who who would have thought he, he'd be in some form of like sci-fi Star Wars? Exactly. Anything. And then Amy from, Sedaris was yeah, in um, uh, Elf. Jason she was the secretary in Elf. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah Jason, Jason Sudeikis, yo. Dude, fuck <laughs> you. People were so pissed at him right now. He was the uh, the uh, scout trooper who punched uh, the uh the the uh, that was Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. yeah, he was that guy. He punched oh. him in the bag. No way. I did yeah. not know that. Dude, like, his way. voice was there, too. Like, yo, is that Jason? Like, yeah, and then the way they punched. People are fucking coming at that, dude. 
Oh yeah, there's like a, I don't know if the outlast that backlash is like serious, serious. No, like, I think I think they're just messing with them. Like, how Star dare you, fan, you know? We Star Wars fans can overlook a great many things as they show Anakin standing in front of the younglings that he was ready to toast. Yeah. But then it's like, <laughs> but this is not one. You know, one of my favorite, not my favorite line that Anakin says, and um, I can't remember if it was, uh, yeah, it was Attack of Clones. I like fixing things. I fix things. Yeah. It's terrible. The dialogue is just terrible. I'm I'm a particular fan of the, uh, uh, I don't like sand. It's coarse and gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was ridiculous. Like, like. In what your metal bikini? Ask Carrie Fisher about that when she was slave Leia. <laughs> yeah, talk talk about things sexual in Star Wars. Oh, I know. Well, but it was like not. You know, I mean, she was all coked up too, so she was nice and slim. You know. So, oh yeah. You know what? I'm happy that they fixed. <laughs> oh. And Aaron, I'm sure that you, because I think you're the one who sent me something like a while back. That fucking bullshit scene from Last Jedi where they made Carrie Fisher. Or Leia, sorry, they made Leia fly through space. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I when I saw that, that shit, that bad. I hated it, Jeff. I thought it was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And because they like, there's no context for it at all. They're just like, okay, now. Just because you've never seen any other Force abilities. I know. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, was I and now, yeah, it was and now they explained it away in this movie that she trained as a Jedi. So you're right. like, oh, okay, I guess I can buy that now. Yeah, now right. I'm like, now I have to be okay with it, and it still pisses me off, but I'm still okay with it. But I don't know. I thought that yeah. was cool that they did that. The only thing that the I had a problem with it, in it was that when she started like going to the ship, she looked like a uh, what do they call that when it's on the front of a like a ship in the water, a masthead, I think. Oh, it's usually yeah. like a, a mermaid or something like that. Like that. <laughs> you know, like splayed out on the front of a ship. That's what she looked like to me. She was just like, yeah. <laughs> so here's a general question um, for everybody here. Um, okay. Are there any payoffs okay. that were set up in The Force Awakens that still have not been paid off and the trilogy is now complete? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the story of where Maz Kanata got Luke's lightsaber. Thank you. Yeah, that'll show up in like a comic or something. Yeah, they'll address it somewhere down the lines. But like, I mean, that's a major and uh, just like all of Ray's vision. I mean, I understand the vision with the, the departing ship now. Oh, and by the way, when when it was thought that Chewbacca was dead, like I. I that pissed me off. off. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Chewbacca's... That's not possible. That's, like, never gonna happen. So I was like... I, I mean, everybody in the theater was, like, brain dead, I guess, that when I saw it, because nobody, like, made a pee. And I was like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I almost had tears, dude. I'm like... I, I was gonna be so pissed if they killed Chewie off so unceremoniously like that. I was going right. to, like, get up and walk out. Like, you, you don't do that to... A, original character and the ridiculous what was the point of that festival on um pasana was it just like to show like we have some ethnicity going on yeah pretty much yeah dude i about stood up out of my chair when i saw han solo i was like holy i wasn't expecting it at all i wasn't i wasn't either 
He looks old. I suffer Man. from. I don't. Oh. I guess I don't suffer from it, but I I tend to have like a uh, a thing where I don't see uh pre, like uh, obvious things coming in movies. I I, I quite like it. Um, and I don't want to say I suffer from it, but I I'm very often <laughs> taken aback from like general twists. And I'm just like, holy shit! Like I, I never would have saw, seen that coming. The same thing happened to me with Aquaman and 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 I think Venom. I don't remember what it was, but they made the movies good for me. And people were like, "What the fuck? Why'd you like this?" And I'm like, I, I, I didn't see that shit coming at all, and I loved it. I felt um, the same way when Ray was on Tatooine, and then like the second she was, I was like, "Well, of course she is. Like, why didn't I know that that was going to happen? Like, they couldn't, couldn't not end that movie." Without a shadow in front of the two suns. Here's one. I have a question for everyone. Okay, go so, ahead. All right. So I, I was I was talking to uh to uh to uh Brent earlier about Han Solo and Gary and all that. You know, it didn't really affect me when seeing Princess uh, Leia die in the film. But man, when I saw Han Solo. I, I know he's official character. I just start crying buckets, like just seeing his death in the movie from the uh, forest, and then just seeing him again, like pop out in the movies. Man, so, something about it, like in my body, just just flips that like switch. Well, they were two more. They were two distinct. Like I mean, there was like a build up to that. Like you didn't know what was going to happen on that walkway, two, and like he he was murdered. Yeah, but like. Carrie Fisher's dead and Harrison Ford's still alive, but like with her passing away, it was sad. But I just didn't cry a lot, you know. What I mean, like I I'll tell you what, I didn't, I didn't feel anything for her death in the movie until I saw Chewie's reaction to it. Then I started feeling a little bit heartbroken. Yeah, about it. yeah. But overall, I mean, I, I, I don't I know how everybody else so feels. Wrecked. Jeff, you, you I, too. I, I personally heard... was so wrecked when Carrie Fisher died. Like around christmas like right. december 27th i think i mean like me and my for example my my father and i never had like the best relationship ever but as an example after she died he called me like the next day to be like are you okay <laughs> so like having gone through that when carrie fisher actually died when i saw leia die because it was very important to me that leia die like well so to speak you know what i mean that they handled it well it was respectful and stuff like that and to me it was i mean it was totally a double or whatever when she was falling yeah i was about to say it it was just dark enough that you couldn't tell it was her right and meanwhile her whole family was like cgi the fuck out of her she wouldn't give a shit she'd be like you know from watching uh jay and uh silent bob kind of like ruined me you know because seeing like carrie fisher uh fisher and mark hamill play those roles in the movie like sometimes that's why i like picture i see them in my head in like the new uh and actually like the new uh films it's just weird how my brain works the uh i i'm lost on that one did uh it's all good we don't gotta worry about it oh okay so I, I have something to chime in about the Han Solo one. Okay. Real quick. Um, uh, did anybody notice that, like, his hair was longer and, like, he hadn't shaved? Yeah. He looked like I, I, Yeah, I imagine, like, the producers were like, hey, um, 
you, you need to like cut your like have us cut your hair and like you need to shave and he's like I don't fucking do that you just let me do the fucking scene and get the well, fuck I'm out of here. He was honest. Like, <laughs> so he was so adamant that like when he was done with the Force Awakens, like he was done. I just you read know. something. They had to convince him to come back. Oh, I'm sure. And they, they told did. him why he was such a pivotal part to it, and he was like, "Okay, I guess." Yeah. He's, so, he seems like senile. I thought. Like I thought Leia's. Old. I know that they like took took um, you know, extra shit that they filmed for Force Awakens and and used that for for Leia, but her dialogue was just bad. Like it was just clunky and it it didn't. It was weird. Oh, like, yeah. You could tell they it had to fit scenes around, around it. it. Yeah. And it was very strange. Like I, her lines never underestimate a droid. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> why did <laughs> I, I was sitting there trying to figure out why she would have said that in The Force Awakens and why they were like, All right, we need to use that. Like And then like did I got like really kind of choked up too when C three PO was gonna like, you know, access the sith codes that he wasn't he was forbidden to speak and you know he's like one good look at my friends i thought he was going to either get absorbed into that ship's like operating system like that bitch did in solo um sorry for that terribly misogynistic language um i, I couldn't stand her <laughs> and but then, like, boom, he's back, and like, yeah, okay, so he has to learn everything all over again. But no, R two D two just like flash drives him back yeah. to normal. Yeah, like they gave us like, oh, like they told us like, oh, there are stakes. C three PO is gonna make a sacrifice, and you're like, oh, that was so memorable. I'm gonna miss him, whatever. And then R two's like, ah, no, it's good, buddy. And I'm just like, oh, well, fuck that, I guess. Right. So, <laughs> like, I guess. Well, if R two puts it back, I mean, so then R two is now like the only one. That like no, so R two D two is telling the story, not as they theorized way back when R two D two and C three PO. Yeah, I do like the fact that three PO actually had more lines in this movie than he did in any other Star. Yeah, he was, was actually Anthony a good Daniel? character that had purpose. Yeah, it was Anthony Daniels. Yeah, Anthony Daniels was back. That's crazy. He's got major. Was was uh, Wicket? Uh, Warwick, what's his name? Davis. Yep. Warwick yeah. Davis. Yes, he. Yep. Uh, I'm, was he? Was he in it? Was yes. he actually wicked in the movie? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, because it, there was a set photo of him in costume. Oh, that's really. I thought it was cool at the end, like the the celebration, quote unquote, like to show the Ewok. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Like we never talked about this character yet. That's because they were completely unnecessary and useless. Jana. Who the fuck Bubba is Frick. Jana? <laughs> Jana was the <laughs> other stormtrooper that Finn was with, and that Lando was getting like I thought like inappropriate with at the end. He was like, "Let's go!" Like he was gonna like. No, actually, fun fact about Jana: she was Lando's daughter. They confirmed it. Is she? Is she? I had a that was there was yes. that like. She, well, I thought well, she was okay, born so on Lando. No, Lando born into. Sorry. Uh, Lando, in the book, the visual dictionary, it says that Lando and tried to start a family after Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. and their infant daughter was taken from them like months after she was born. So okay. they leave it at that, 
But then that scene, even uh, JJ even said that it was implied that that is his infant daughter that was taken from them. Okay. Well, I like that. That's kind of cool then. But still, like her, pre- the whole, you know, it turned out there they were. There was that tribe on on what planet again? Is this another moon of Endor? Is this the ocean moon of Endor versus the forest moon of Endor? Um, I can tell you. Hold on one second. In the visual dictionary. You're a damn fast reader. Like, I haven't hardly gotten into this this book. Aaron Aaron probably has a notebook of everything, like, written down, like, spark notes for that (laughs) shit. I love love Babu Frick. Just gonna say that. Yeah, Babu Frick. I love Babu Frick, man. Who didn't love Babu She was voiced by the same woman who did Voting Myrtle. And they always kept saying, yeah. that, and Jana is going to be played by Naomi Aki. Like, she's some big actress that we're supposed to know, and I don't know who Naomi Aki is. She's some British chick. If you ever watched uh, End of the Fucking World, she's in that. That's the, like. Oh, is she? Endor. Yeah. Endor system was just a footnote in the Brandon, so. didn't you say that uh, OG Slam Can't Clam had some good shit to say about Babu Frick? No, did you? I don't know. Did you? I thought he did. Yeah, Kef Beer was the name of the world that the that the supposedly vaporized pieces of the Death Star landed on. Has a necklace of moons, the most famous of which is the forest moon. I was saying, so Kef Beer is a moon of Endor. Yes, the one where the not the forest moon, but not the, the one forest where moon the, of Endor, right? Which would actually make sense because it was in orbit around that one. Right. So is an is there a right, name right. for the forest moon of Endor? Or are we just is that what it's called? Uh, it's just it is it's the forest moon of Endor. But, but so I'm all sure the other moons all the other moons have names, but they're just like that one's the forest moon. Yep. That's some weird shit. Let me see, because on the last page back from that, it has the uh, all the moons. It has there. Listen, there's Bobby Trick again. Um, I was gonna say something about something, and I don't even remember what the hell it was. Uh, so they show up their tribe and everything, and they're on their horses, and it's like, okay, well, we'll benefit from the the natives, so to speak, here, even though they're not natives. And uh, no, we won't, because Ray's already in some like dilapidated like kayak with a like a floaty on the side. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was interesting. Oh, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Things that weren't paid off from Force Awakens. Uh, General Hux, his entire his entire plot line just gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, think about that. Yeah, yeah. I, was, they, I actually thought about... they fought all through Force Awakens and they fought all through Last Jedi. And what is one of the last shots you see of Hux in the Last Jedi? Staring at Kylo Ren as he picks up the dice, plotting against him. So then in this, he's a spy. Okay, I get it. You need somebody to be a spy for the resistance. That's fine. Here's my issue. He wanted he had this beef with Kylo Ren that had been kind of pushed to the side, and then you just kill him off when he's not even near Kylo Ren. Right, with like, that other like, guy that just stepped in and was like Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I wanted to see him like, come to fruition with that. You know, like, have him get into a fight with him. Like, or, 
have the temple like crumble around him and have Hawks like standing there like we're not done, Ren, and then like have him fight Ben Solo and then have him kill like Hawks. That that works because if he's a good guy, then he'll just kill the bad guy and then it's all good. How I do think you think ultimately it... Hawks is like so ineffective that like I mean it wouldn't have been a bad it wouldn't have been a good standoff between the two of them and he would have perished anyway. So, I don't yeah. know. I, but I, I, I would have just had, I would like the closure of them having one last encounter. Right. And then having Ben be the one to, like, take him out. Like, have Ben, do like Captain Marvel. Have Ben, like, or have Huck standing there with, like, a blaster drawn on Ben or whatever, for no reason, because he can stop the blaster bolts. And just literally have, like, while he's monologuing, you have Ben, like, push him back into the pit or whatever and just walk away. Like, uh, like you know, Jones. No, I have the perfect idea. Aaron, me, you, and Brandon, we need to sit down and write a fan fiction comic book where where they have a, they face off. Like, it's Ben Solo as he's transitioning out of being Kylo Ren, and General Hux challenges him to a fucking pod race. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? You know how I'd end that real quick? I'd have him book. You'd what? Oh my race. I'd have them both crash, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> be a five, be a five-page comic. There you go. No, no, no. Uh, it has to be I'll as long. You. It has to be as long as the pod race in the fan. Shut Menace. your, shut your goddamn. Oh mouth. my god. <laughs> so what's so, so, so that? Like an hour read, maybe? Oh no, three. So you're saying we need the we need the Nintendo 64 pod race game or, or, hey, or Dream. That, that game is still the shit. Yeah, that's the only thing good about. Exactly. That Do you cool mean game. quite literally or? No, the game is actually good. It made pod race. It made it tolerable for you. That's huh? complete garbage. Wow. Evan, tell us how you there feel about podcast. There were hints of pod racing in this movie and Pasana when they were in that little chasm. With Jingle All the Way star Jake Lloyd. So, <laughs> just just because I felt like it, like Poe's like character, I I just did not care for his character. I I didn't like the guy who played him. I didn't like his vibe. I just something about the way he was in these films. I just did not care for. I liked him in the first two. And he was kind of a cocky asshole. He, he was like, oh, let me get that kiss. I want that kiss. Let me get it. I need it. I need it. I'm a hero. Kiss, kiss, kiss. All right, bro. We get it. You're like the best pilot there is besides uh, Han. You know, like you're the best one. Stop trying to fucking be some like playboy and try and get that uh, kiss from that girl. Zori Bliss. See, I I, 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 I didn't I didn't think he really like pushed the kiss all that much. That was just like a little joking thing that made a comeback, and I'm I'm just fine with that. It didn't it didn't bother me too much. You know what I was kind of mad about that Lando and Nia Nub did not hang out. At- yeah, what was up with that? They must have got beef. Was he? <laughs> they must. Was he? Was he in this movie? Yeah. I didn't see him. He, he actually talked when they were planning out their assault on uh, Exegol. I'll have to yep. get. I'll have to look for that in my second viewing, which could be tonight. I have an illegal copy here at the house. Uh oh, <laughs> we got a bad boy. Yeah, 
I can't. It's so I was pretty excited yeah. to see it's that Wedge and Tilly's made a made a return. Yeah, me too, man. For, for three seconds. For three that's seconds. Me. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's actually going to be at a Steel City Con in Monrovia in April, and I was like, man, I was like, I should probably get him to sign something cool, not one of the movies. Maybe I can get him to sign Rogue, Rogue Squadron Two for the GameCube. Because he voiced Wedge, and he plays Wedge for like ninety percent of the game. It is just. So it I was, was just also really... going to ask him <laughs> about his three-second cameo in the movie. I did make a joke about the end of the movie, though, about you know Ray being on Tatooine and that the um, at the Skywalker farm, in a sense. Now she can just go to Tashi Station and go get. Some... Luke's ghost He's like, about who knows if Tashi Station is still there? We see in the Mandalorian that Moss Eisley is like significantly, like you know, dead. Oh yeah, and that. they have droids serving, and they didn't want droids there. And it could have, it could be EV ninety nine. Its code is from the torture chamber huh. in okay. Jabba's palace. It could be. I don't know. Um, I think IG-11 is fucking sweet with the, like, rotating torso, shoulders, everything. The way he, his arms, like, kill people. I think that's sweet as hell. So, here, we can do this. Does anybody have anything, closing thoughts on uh, Rise of Skywalker before we move in? We can definitely talk Mandalorian. Sure. I've got got a couple last things about Rise of Skywalker. Off topic real quick. How did y'all feel about Childish Gambino playing as a Lando? I thought he did well, honestly. I did too. I really liked him. Yeah, like like that whole like seventies vibe talking, the way he walked, talk, dress. Like, I thought he did really, really. I thought I thought he did too. I just the whole the, the whole cat. The movie is a mess. The director's fired. Ron Howard comes in like. Uh, What's her name? Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark is in there. I thought she was weak. Um, yeah. And then, like, Woody Harrelson. I just have a real problem with the casting of that movie. Except for Donald Glover. I think he was... And Darth Maul. And well, Darth, Darth Maul, who, like, everyone's trying to get, like, a Boba Fett-style, like, you know... Like, when Boba Fett came out, everybody was, like, obsessed with who Boba Fett was. Like, before he was even in a movie, it's a figure first. And then, like, I think they're trying to elevate the Darth Maul underground following it to, like, that status. And I don't think it's that big, but, like... Um... I thought Boba Fett was a uh, cartoon before. He was. Holiday Special, 1978. With the figure ready to come out. It was, like... Yes, Coming, he was actually. It was prototype with the firing missile, and then like some child choked on a missile, yes. and they never and it, released the firing one. And, and that figure is like worth almost a fucking million dollars. Oh, dude, my mother uh, made me sell all my vintage Star Wars figures when I was like twelve or thirteen at a garage sale. Yeah, and like your mom did. Well, like <laughs> even they were all loose. Of course, there was like a loose Obi Wan Kenobi with vinyl cape, and yeah, I had Jawa with vinyl cape too, which was a really expensive, <sighs> valuable one. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah that is that's worth about ten grand. I know. I know. Uh, it's, rough. it's it's rough for me. Like sometimes I cry. Oh shit. Sometimes I cry. 
sold your uh, your uh, Star Wars stuff at 12 years yeah, old, a, bro. A shoebox, and they were all wrapped up in like saran wrap with their original weapons and shit like that. And the guy was like, "You're selling these?" And I was like, "Yeah." And for like 78 figures, I asked for like $50 because I was like, thought that was like a lot of money when I was 12. Yeah, how much does that guy have now? I wonder. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm not that bitter because I got the 50000 from potato chips, so I'm happy about that. Maybe that, was, like, maybe that was payback. That was. That, that was, that was uh, retribution. <laughs> Actually, man, that's um, an interesting up. factoid that we can tell Brandon about because he's not from around here. So yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon, tell... go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. Oh no, I don't want to tell it. Okay, all right, I, Brandon. Do you remember you said... a couple years back when they when the Lay's did the do us a flavor thing? And there was like, what were the flavors, Jeff? It was like New York Reuben, New York Reuben, Southern biscuits and gravy, West Coast truffle fries, and Greek Town gyro. Yeah, do you remember that, Brandon? Gyro. Yeah, I remember that. Jeff won that shit. I'm uh I didn't win it, but I was I was New York Ruben man. Fuck out of here. I'm, no, serious. I'm serious. Can I uh wait, can I put a picture in this chat room? Do it, man. Yeah, 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 you can. Well, I'm on my phone. Let's see. I have it running on the computer and my Oh wait, it's right there. So, picture Discord. Dude, that's really okay. awesome, dude. Yeah, this is uh, I. These are on my my shelf in my living room. Three size. That's really three sizes of bags. No, I didn't win. If I won, I would get a million. Oh, I but thought I you won that up. shit. Either way, no. Runners up got fifty grand, and uh, the winner got a million. Well, fuck it, dude. <laughs> Made some money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm saying it's my star. It's Star Wars figures back in a different yeah. form. It's all the money coming back. <laughs> but if my mom ever really pisses me off, I have really good ammunition to like you know make her be quiet. <laughs> so my Star Wars so I, figures. I was uh, I was gonna say the the thing about uh, wrapping up Skywalker. Uh, but real quick, going back to the Mandalorian, the uh, Boba Fett figure. Fun fact about that: that was a set because Kenner didn't put out any toys after the movie's release in May because they didn't think that the movie was actually going to make any money. But once it blew up into this huge thing, and they didn't have any toys for the holiday season, they set up this thing. It was a little cardboard thing that had the line of figures, and if you you bought that. Mm -hmm. And you wrote like your name and address and everything on it, and you sent it in, and they were going to send it. Yeah. yeah. And the bonus was supposed to be a Boba Fett figure, which was written for the holiday special, but the holiday special hadn't aired yet. So they had that prototype on there, and no one received that prototype. And actually, like, allegedly, nobody was even like told, like, hey, you're not getting this. It just never happened. Right. And then they later found out because of the choking hazard of the missile. And there was a bunch of people who said, uh, like if anybody ever tells you that they got a prototype of this figure, like they got theirs, they said they're lying to you. Yeah, well, no, they, they, they got, got their figures, but they just had a glued-in missile. Yeah, yeah, there was another one that just didn't have that firing mechanism. Right. But the, but he, the one guy that I watched the thing on, he said uh, 
It was actually that Netflix series, The Toys That Made Us. And he's like, right. if anybody ever yeah. tells you they got the firing one, it's bullshit. He goes, there yeah. only two ever it wasn't made. Even, it wasn't even painted. It was it, yeah. just a gray stock. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing it as a gray, like if you saw that special or whatever, that, uh, that. Yeah, yeah. And the guy actually has the two prototypes. He owns both of them. Yeah. In a way, nobody's getting those. Yeah, exactly. If you ever had that. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, because you're looking at you're looking at probably a hundred thousand dollars on your hands with the both of them. Uh, so tying up Rise of Skywalker. Uh, my general thoughts to close it out: I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it, and I sympathize with Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams because they they did what they did. They did what they could do. They really didn't have any other place to go. And I think that's where a lot of people are pissed off is because there was no build-up. It just happened, and they had to accept it off the cuff. All in all, it's a fine ending. I, it's satisfying. Yeah. I, was, I was happy that our, our big bad uh, Ian McDermott shines as the Emperor once again, like he always does. Uh, and I, my opinion, the thing that really made this trilogy for me is Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's whole persona at to all the way to his redemption just made this trilogy for me. He's the most interesting character in the whole trilogy. Like when you look at it, you're like, Kylo Ren's the best character. Yeah. But well, he's the best actor too. <laughs> yes, I love Adam Driver. <laughs> like between the Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker, I do love the uh the uh, fight scenes also. I love how the far extent of the uh, the uh, Falcon, they brought that spacecraft. You know, what I mean, I love all the one eighties, the drops, the the everything about it. It was so awesome to see the just a basic like hyperdrive. We're done. You know, what I mean, I love that. True, man. I can't I wait I when they come out I with the prequel trilogies was, about I, when Kylo Ren was a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> for um. Yeah, they're doing that in the comics right now, so they probably won't do anything with that. I thought particularly in this Baby Boy movie, for Rise of Skywalker, I thought Rey, her, her motions, her, her training, her, um, her combat moves, I thought they were really like beautiful. Um, there was a part where she was doing the training course on that one, the planet with the base and like she was sitting with the rocks like Indian style in the air and she to come out of that instead of just lowering she kind of did like a and you could tell she was on a wire harness or whatever but like she did kind of like a back walk over out and then like the way she threw that lightsaber that kind of like boomeranged back I thought was really good and then her motions on the Death Star wreckage I just thought like it was like good choreography for that battle. fight was one of my favorites. My dad yeah. said that was the most boring lightsaber fight he's ever watched, and I was like, no, I was like, I actually like that fight. Yeah, yeah I, I like it better than Obi Wan and Anakin. See, well, yeah, yeah, because theirs is over choreographed, whereas this yeah. is just Ray is like literally just trying to kill Ben, and then she does. Spoilers. <laughs> Honestly, seeing. Evil Ray, that was so awesome right there. I loved her in that cloak, that hood. Like it was just really cool to see that. Yeah, I wondered because that was in the tra one of the trailers, and I wondered like, okay, what the fuck is that? Because it's got to be like a vision. 
or something. Yeah. And it was like an echo. It was like a echo back to Luke seeing his head in Darth Vader's helmet on Dagobah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. One one quick thing I was gonna say. My buddy hated. He still hates the ending where Ray says her name is Ray Skywalker. Oh, I think it's so she, bad. He, well, he goes. He's he, well. He's and, and here's here, here's my point about it. Uh, do I agree? with him about her taking the name sure to an extent but here's my biggest issue he he said he's like she should Leia tells her before she leaves don't be afraid of who you are and then even the vision says don't never be afraid of who you are and i'm like yeah but the whole galaxy knows that emperor palpatine was the one who made everything go to shit you really think she's gonna go around saying hi i'm ray palpatine because then she's going to get hunted like a relic from the Empire, and people right. are going to love to kill her. So, right. uh, no, of course she's not going to say that. So, yeah, not only is it, like, an honoring to Luke and Leia, yeah, basically, exactly. but it's also, like, for her own protection. Like, Hitler's off- yeah, if Hitler had offspring, or, like, even these two boys in Brookville that, like, butchered that, like, kicked that deer in the head, like, it'd be like, his family restaurant yeah, probably you, like wanting to say you that's not you're related to them <laughs> um i actually overall really liked the movie i thought it was really cool um i did have one thing and i actually forgot to mention it earlier um do you guys realize in the millennium falcon it had this uh circular dish? yeah i was questioning why it had it we never found out yeah yeah I mean, I didn't know if you. I was going to ask you since you, you know, you know the whole fucking backstory well, so of everything. Thing I don't actually know. It was like originally circular that got knocked off in uh, in Return, Return of the, the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, but it's back now because in in um, Force Awakens it was the rectangular and uh, satellite dish, and it was Must have put that on. But it never got knocked off again. In Last Jedi, when they're going through the crystal uh, catacombs on Crate, the rectangular one gets knocked off. Did it? Yeah. I don't remember. Because they go, Chewie, it's very quick, but when Chewie goes through that really tight section and it busts the gun, turn it back, and Ray yells Chewie, it shows the Falcon coming through and that dish gets ripped off right as they come out. I'll have to go back and watch that part. But yeah, I, that's what I thought I missed. But I mean, I actually liked the movie. I was with you on that one, Aaron, with the whole, um, you know, her saying, like, I'm a Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, would you want to say you're a Palpatine? Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> well, but plus, like, Luke, you know, Luke's there, Leia shows up right then as a Force ghost saying, like, like, yes, like, we are, you, you're one of us. We adopted you. Uh, was Ben getting fitted for his uh, force robes? Is that why we didn't see him as a force ghost? Because he disappeared, so he obviously was a force ghost. Right, and uh, like he disappeared with Leia at the same time, you know. So yeah, that would have been he. He was grounded for like blowing her out of the co- out of the command deck and floating <laughs> yeah. in space. So he got sent to bed with no supper. And he didn't even pull the trigger on that. <laughs> That's that was, true. That was one of the other TIE pilots because he couldn't muster himself to pull the trigger. And everybody complained about his redemption. They're going, well, he shouldn't have done that. He he's been evil all this time. I'm like, yeah, but guess what? 
he only killed Han, and he, he felt horrible after he did it. And then Leia, he didn't even pull the trigger on Leia. Right. Somebody else did that. So I'm like, Kylo, of course, like, it makes sense. Kylo's ship that, is sweet. And, and not only oh, that, yeah. dude, like, my girlfriend even said this, and she's, you know, the least Star Wars fan out of everybody. She's like, how could he be redeemed from that? He killed planets. He blew up planets. He fucking killed so many people. And he, what, is he going to come back and be like, oh, everything's fine. Hey. And he does that. He was even <laughs> under mind control, or- like in, you couldn't say when, he wasn't like when when he whoa. told his dad he was like I know what I have to do I'm like yo you gotta go do what you have to do yeah. like you know if becoming if like being like the good guy you end up dying and it's the only way for your name Benzel to come out good and forget about Kylo Ren then do it yeah. but his mom yeah. his mom wanted him to be good this whole time when. She was like talking to herself, Ben, come back. We need you. We need your son. Get our boy. Blah blah blah. Like that was the- that part when when he's talking to Han. That that part I really love that scene. But the part that really got me is after he says to Han, he says, "I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength." And then Han says, "You do." And then Ben starts getting choked up, and he says, "Dad." And then if you catch it, Han just looks at him and he says, I know. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. I was like, yeah. Wow. Now, even though it's just a movie, my thing is, though, the the uh, random pop-ups with Finn, it's like, yo, how do you get there so quick? How do you get there so quick? How do you get there so quick? Like, so I know it's a movie, but it's also bothered me. How did Finn get there so quick in the storm? All that's I just I don't know it's just whatever. But overall, it, it was good. And then I also I, think Finn is uh for he is that that's that's what he was gonna tell Ray. JJ confirmed that too. He, he said the thing that Finn was gonna tell Ray. No, he said the thing that Finn was gonna tell Ray is that he believed that he was force sensitive because he could feel everything that happened, and they show that later on in the movie where it's like. He says, no, he said, we have to get to that command deck on that ship. And they're like, why? And he says, it's a feeling. And then they go. But then at the end, when Ray dies, he senses it because he stops dead in his tracks. And he can sense that she's dying. Well, plus in the whole Force Awakens, they're like flirting with like, you know, multiple times he's like given that lightsaber. Like it's put in his possession. Like, yeah. He's supposed to connect with it or something, and he doesn't and really. I but think like... If there's one thing that was planned out from the start, I think that was a plan of JJ's from to begin with. I think he wanted to have Finn have some kind of connectivity to the Force, and that's the way that he he kept that in. Like I'm sure that was something where he was like, "Hey, this wasn't explored in Last Jedi, so I can have time to flush it out here." Um, and just because, like, the it's the end of the the Skywalker saga, like Episode Nine, like there's obviously going to be another Star Wars movie somewhere oh, yeah. somehow. Like, it could potentially be Finn. You know, Finn's not a Skywalker. It wouldn't be an episode. Could be Ray training a new generation because we never saw her because we saw Boom Boy at the end of uh, Last Jedi, and that was never touched. Right. Boom Boy. <laughs> Everybody thought Boom Boy was going to be part of the new generation of. Uh, 
Jedi that Ray was going to train, and then it turned out, nope. Do you guys think that Rose Tico should deserve like a whole spinoff series no. of her story? No. Oh, good. No. <laughs> she, she's not used to good. enough. No, like I like Kelly. I feel like bad for Kelly Marie Tran. What happened to her in the real world? Um, with all the like online, was she bullying. like hate race or some shit like that? And then she made her character as like a CGI, like half the movie. Wait, what? I I didn't hear any of that. No, she was supposed to have a, many more scenes in Rise of Skywalker than she did because she was supposed to be like Leia's kind of right-hand woman, so to speak, at that base as Poe and Finn and Ray were off, you know, doing what they and were doing. And she's barely seen with Carrie Fisher. She walks away disgusted when Snap is like, whatever uh, Leia says, be more optimistic. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. This is going to be fantastic. And then she just walks away. That's the only time we ever really see her with Leia. Oh, I have a big thumbs down. A big thumbs down to that. I posted in the chat room a link to a YouTube review, which is so hysterically funny. Um, and the, oh, I don't even know what they call them. The wiener mollusks or something. That that stupid thing on the Falcon, like a slug with antenna that was like... Oh, um, oh yeah. Shit, what's his name? Uh, uh, it, like it, it's some like regular person's name. It was Carl. It's something like Clyde. Really weird. Clyde. It's something like that. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Can you hear me turning the pages? Hey, well, while we're the while we're at it, I try to find... while we're yeah, at it, when when the fuck did Leia get a oh, lightsaber? Yeah. After Re- Leia got a lightsaber during yeah during her training. I mean she she crafted one. I guess I thought that was a sweet scene. Yeah. With like Luke and Leia kind of like I don't know what sparring I guess or they just decided to give it because I was like where the because I must have like missed something because I was like suddenly there was two blue sabers and I was like what the fuck wait I was because it it was so confusing because they in that scene where they showed her training Luke had his green saber and. One of them looked like Luke's green saber, and then they were both blue. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Well, what about Ray's saber being yellow? Yeah, that was weird too. I like that. I like a yellow saber. I do too. And I, I think it was like double ended because if you look uh, at it, it looks like her staff. It, it actually was made from her staff. It's it's a the midsection of her staff, but I don't know if it's double blade. It would make sense if it is. Uh, but Claude, Jeff, Claude is the name. Claude. 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 Yeah, he, he he didn't need to be there ever at all, ever. No. No. I, oh, hey, uh, quick thing for any of you guys watched the original, not the Netflix series, Lost in Space? No. None of you guys ever watched it. Wasn't like the 60s? TV Land? Yes. Probably. Yes, very old show. Then, yeah, I've seen like bits and pieces of it like nothing okay well there's too too depth jj put in a lost in space reference and i don't think anyone except for me has caught it yet the thing that puts the thing that puts kylo ren's helmet back together they have a pet chimpanzee alien in that show that looks like a chimp but it has long ears that thing is exactly what put kylo ren's mask back together Oh really? 
and his name is Albrecht, the Sith alchemist. I didn't know. I didn't notice that at all. I thought his. I thought his uh, helmet looked like shit when it was put back together. I thought it looked really stupid. I can't believe it. That's just going on me. It's like a love hate thing. There's like some actual like design into like some Japanese um, tradition in in it. The way it looked with those red lines like that. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure the Visual Dictionary would tell you. Aaron's hey, Visual Dictionary spine is probably broken wide <laughs> open, and mine's still crisp and like. <laughs> yeah, I need to get. Hey, Brandon, you asked about the dish. Okay, so the dish, the dish, it's a refurbished military grade sensory dish because apparently what they had on it was a civilian model. So they put a uh... military grade sensory dish on it. They also describe the uh, material that's used in the Sith Trooper outfit. They call it some kind of gamma, gamma polyesters. <laughs> I don't know. It looks real cheap. Is it lightsaber resistant? <laughs> it, it's made from sand, people. I doubt it. Oh, it it's uh, it's single-use stormtrooper outfit. It's going to wind up in the ocean. Yeah. On the dunes of Exegol. <laughs> I mean, who's going there after that? Nobody, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, there's not a lot. So, when they, you know how we were on Kajimi for like five minutes so that C3PO could get his Sith shit out? Yeah. So, so we're on Kajimi for five minutes. First time we've ever seen this planet. We meet Zoe Bliss. We don't care. We meet Bobby Flick. We do care. But, like, then the Emperor's like, send a ship to a world they know. And decimate it. And then they send that ship to Kajimi and blow it up. And I'm like, why should I give a shit about this planet that we were on for like two minutes? I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, as long as Babu Frick survives, that's all I care about. Everybody love, yeah, well, love Bob. Good observation. I mean, what was the big deal? Just because they were just there or because... Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Kajimi... Was nothing. I didn't care about Kajimi when they blew it up. I was like, "No, right." Like, I get it. Like, I, I took myself like out of it to go, "Okay, yeah, that's a planet that you know they have friends on." Okay, but then right. at the same time, I'm like, "I don't care." Like, they could have, they could have, they would have made it would have been more effective to blow, to destroy Tatooine, or yeah, like did Luke, and Leia, did Luke and Leia ever go back to uh, Naboo to like learn about? Padme ever like their mother I mean she Padme apparently had like a really extended family there was tons of footage of her family members that never made it into the film so oh, these yeah. are like living relatives of Luke and Leia yeah so they're, they're Nabooian well I know why he wouldn't blow that up because she was from there Palpatine was from Naboo that's why he wouldn't destroy his own home world and, right but like I wonder if Luke and Leia like yes, Palpatine's from there, but so is their mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Hell, so... blow up uh, Cloud City, blow up Bespin, blow up something that I'm just <laughs> that I will care about. I don't, I don't give a shit about Kajimi. Right. So, I really wish, unless someone could help me out with this, how did Kylo Ren get Darth Vader's helmet? Like, I really wish they like showed that. Ah, I don't know. That has to be I the same time. Like, about that. Maz Kanata got the So, if someone can help me out with that, like, I really kind of learned. Oh, he did? So, oh, early on, early on in the beginning of the First Order, 
when they were still getting things. Like it was when Kylo Ren showed up and into the arms of Snoke, and he was like, which is in the comics, but uh, this is part of the story. It was before the awakening. It talks about Kylo Ren sent a like a spec ops trooper to the forest moon of Endor to retrieve Vader's mask from the pyre because they never moved his body or anything. And somebody retrieved that mask and brought it back to Kylo Ren. And then I guess through Palpatine, he would talk to Ben through the mask in Vader's voice and tell him, you know, all about this shit and everything, which is why Ben talks to it in the first place. Uh, Force Awakens. But yeah, so he had somebody specifically go and get that mask and bring it back to him. Because he knew it was there. That's that's awesome. So, okay. I have a very, very perfectly crafted segue into talking about The Mandalorian, and that will wrap up the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker chit-chat. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but this, from what I remember, now I do, I'm not as well versed in the, in the lore of Star Wars as you guys are. Um, this movie's the very first time that I've ever seen uh, healing abilities in this capacity using the Force. And before that, yeah, before I saw the, the movie, I saw that happen in The Mandalorian. With oh, the you watched the tie-in episode. What's that? Yeah, they pre they previewed it in uh, be- like Disney released that on a Wednesday instead of a Friday, and I thought it was originally just because they knew we'd all be busy on Friday night, probably. But like, I think I good. But yeah, they had force healing, and then what happened? Yoda, baby Yoda, saved Apollo Creed. After they got attacked by what Minoc? I don't know what they—they they're, they're like dragons or something. See, they need to come out with a visual dictionary for the Mandalorian. <laughs> Give them time; I'm sure they will. I um, need that. I'm gonna say it right, dude. The, the Mandalorian he... is the future Real of Star bad. Wars. Like that... that's see that—that's what I'm saying. It's Filoni and Favreau are a huge tag team, and when you look at Filoni, he's given us great stuff. With Rebels and Clone Wars, two of the most highly regarded series and some of the best content that Star Wars has to offer. Favreau has been involved since Clone Wars, was uh, Rio Durant in Solo, loves the series, wrote a great first season, well, created a great first season of The Mandalorian. Like, they're the, they're the guys to hand the keys to. They're I the agree. ones who are putting out the best content possible. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I can't. And a tie-in with the animated series, apparently Ahsoka Tano's voice was in the parade of voices that Rey heard when the Jedi were coming to her. See, I heard that, and then I looked back at the... Because I guess they released part of the transcript. She Mm -hmm. isn't on there. She isn't mentioned. There is... uh, Hold on, let me pull it up here. And Freddie Prince Jr. I say all the shit... I, I wish I had a, like a holocron that I could put all the shit on, but uh, let me see here. I had it saved from earlier today because it is okay. Uh, Def- you definitely hear Liam Neeson. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin, 
Kanan Jarvis. Oh, she is on here. She just says Ray. That's all she says. Is uh, Ahsoka's line is just Ray. But that's so like Kanan. That's a totally like I don't know that it happened before. That's a complete bridge between like an animated series and a, a film. You know what I mean? Oh, There's, yeah. like, references, of course, but to have Ahsoka Tano, who only exists in Clone Wars animated series, to have her present even in that tiny bit. General Grievous, uh, he was an animated character before he came into um, Revenge of the Sith. He was in, Brandon, you know exactly what I'm talking about, the Clone Wars series in 2002, right after Attack of the Clones. They did it was like, uh, it was like shorts. Yeah. They were short little things. But General Grievous was in that. He was a character in the Separatist Army. And then he showed up in Revenge of the Sith because that character became so popular in the animated series that people wanted him in the movie. So they brought him in as one of the lead protagonists for the Separatist Army. Ashley Eckstein is credited on IMDb for Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I just re-looked at it and said, yeah, she was in it. Okay. There was uh, Ayla Secura... Yeah, that's, I thought that was right. Ayla Secura was like, I guess she was built up in the animated series as well, too. Yeah, and uh, Algaria. Who else was it? Luminara and Dooley. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was there, like Ophie. Yeah, and uh, the canon, because I recognized Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's Kanan Jarrus. Which was weird, because I'm like, hey, there's two animated series characters that have been brought in. Yeah. I don't know. What's Freddie Prince Jr. from? Rebels. Yeah. I haven't He was a Padawan that survived the Purge. And then he's the one who trains Ezra. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Rebels is actually really good. Uh, They bring Thrawn in, in, uh, what is it, the third season? It must be on uh, Disney, right? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, all that. So Thrawn, fun fact about Thrawn, is voiced by Mads Mikkelsen, who played, um, well, he's not voiced by Mads Mikkelsen, but he played, uh, what's his name? Help me out here, Rogue One, the father. What's his name? Galen. So uh, his brother voices Admiral Thrawn in Rebels. His real life brother. That's that's nuts. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, one plays one plays a good guy, and one plays one of the biggest assholes in <laughs> villain history in the lore. Yeah, I need to learn about Grand Admiral. I mean, he's dead now. Kijimi Crackdown. All right. So, uh, all right, let's go. Let's just move straight into uh, Mandalorian chatter then. It's great. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, there the the drawback I find is that there's so much exposition going on with nothing. You know, you don't see the who Queel like that's he was a character seemed like temporary but then he came back he was like the most predominant i'd say secondary character uh 
that what's the guy's name? Jin Din Jaren. That's Din Jaren. That Din met, and now he's dead. I mean, I get, he's dead, right? He's not coming back. Oh yeah. No, yeah. he is. Yeah, he's, com- he's completely. Well, that totally he's sucks. Tough. I think you know that's Nick Nolte, which is like mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even looks like. Yeah, Nick the, Nolte. the show was. Go ahead. I want to show hear was a ten out of ten. All right, I'll go. Um, the show is a ten out of ten, dude. The only drawback was that um, it was only eight episodes, it, and I wanted exactly. more. Exactly. I needed more. Three episodes. <laughs> Uh, give me a full fucking season, dude. But I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I need. Yeah, they need. I mean, they should be in production by now if they're not. And like, it, there's nothing that says just because it was eight episodes the first season, it has to be eight again. They can like, they can do whatever they want. You know, they, I'm I'm a bro- really big they're fan creating of the model that they're own. doing. And I've said this before, like the um like when netflix did uh the marvel shows i really like the fact that they were like cutting down into like little 13 episode blocks and really like pounding out story and not giving you like that the the cw shows like the dc shows are great you know in trash. their in their <laughs> i don't think they're trash I Bro, think... it's the intro got so trash, and with that, with that, with that channel, why does a piece of paper need to sound so fucking loud? I just don't understand. Like they gotta boom every sound in those shows. It just drives me crazy. I I know, but but I guess my the point in it is, and I'm saying like, let's say if you take a season of Arrow or The Flash or something like that, and you take away all of the filler and cut it down to 13 episodes like Daredevil or Punisher or, you know, Jessica Jones and, and really round out what is happening, man, that shit would be so solid as far as story goes. If you're a fan, you know what I yeah. mean? If, if you're not, then I, you know, whatever to each their own, but, um, you know, like, like Gotham, Gotham's last season, you know what I mean? It, it is really rounded out because they had to fit the stuff in that was important in, and I like that. I hate whenever they're like, oh, man, we're going to run the shit for 23 fucking weeks with a break in between. Like, I think The Walking Dead suffered from it, too. Like, you know, they, they did, you know, massive seasons. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. I like the model that The Mandalorian is going. Yes, of course, we're clamoring for more. I get it. But what's the most what's one of the most popular shows around right now, aside from Mandalorian? Stranger Things. Stranger Things is fucking amazing because it's short. It's sweet. It's to the point. And everyone's like, fuck, man, like that was so good. And they're waiting. Now, I think that the Mandalorian took one step further and they're like, we're going to do them weekly. Fuck yeah. Like, come on, give me more of that shit. Like, I love that yeah. you're not, I hate the binge model. I can't stand it because some, yeah, it was... you know, people will sit there all fucking day. They'll call off work. I mean, I'm going to watch everything. Like, fuck you. Come on, man. Like, some people can't do that. And I like that the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's, that's bad. I like that the Mandalorian did it the way they did it, and they're like, you know, because I, man, what was it two, what two weeks ago when I had you guys all in the group chat, and you're like, oh, the Mandalorian's so good, and I'm like, I haven't watched any of it. You know, I sat down and binged everything in one night, so you know, it, I was able to though at that moment. But had I started, 
when it came out, man, it would have been perfect. And I think next year when season two comes out, I'm going to start from week one because it's more tolerable for me to sit down and do one episode. You know, I can watch one episode at work and it works. I agree with you to to have the weekly episode, but let me tell you when I read like three different web pages that said like episodes are to be released at like midnight Eastern time, which of course doesn't make sense because then like, you know, you could leak details to the West coast, but like, they don't come out at midnight Eastern time. They come out about 3.30 Eastern time. But let me tell you, I fired off a scathing letter to Disney saying, where the fuck is the episode? <laughs> I like wanted it now. <laughs> not, my, that is not, funny. not my best decision. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it really did come out like um, at midnight, but. Right. No, I, I mean it gave you it gave you a sense of wonder and imagination, like what the fuck is going to happen the next episode? Like you had to wait yeah. a whole fucking week, man. Like you were sitting there just like and it shit. Does, it does what's feel gonna markedly happen? different. Like it's you know it looks like a movie, but it it's not paced like a movie. And you know why? Like, it's because it's not it's not like it's the not the weekly model doesn't work on cable television because that shit's cut for fucking commercials and right. it's really annoying. This is not, you know, it's seamless. Like let's get the fuck into it. Now you got to wait a week, but when you when you wait a week, you don't have to wait, you know, you know, the walking dead is notoriously bad for this. And it's built on stingers that happen 15 times an episode with, you know, five minutes of commercials in between each thing. Now the walking dead is, a fucking horrible show. I don't like it anymore, and I will not, you know, ever go back. But that's what it's built on, and I grew to absolutely loathe that model. And when like the Defenders was eight episodes, and the Defenders is not great, but I loved it because it was so like compact. And I'm like, man, this is so intense. Like you can you can sit and get it all. Like and it's it's just it's sweet. And that's like, but I wanted them to be weekly. And that's I'm glad yeah, that they're doing I mean, it this way. It's good stuff. I don't know how. Sometimes so, there are shows that are like being filmed, you know, only a week out. It's like it only wrapped filming like days before it hits TV. You know what I mean? So, so speaking about like famous people in the show, I want to point out that I'm really happy the drug lord from Breaking Bad, Gus, is in this series now. Moff Gideon, like I love that he is in a Tie Fighter. I love how he had that dark saber. Like I don't know, I just think I don't. I never seen him in anything else besides Breaking Bad and this. I thought he plays like a evil guy really well. Oh, he definitely does that guy. And to dust off that dark saber, even though it looked like crap, I hate to sound like a a whiner, but like to see it was cool, but it looked like shit. But that dark saber is sweet. I, uh, one thing I'll say about uh, Giancarlo Esposito, the only thing, I, I had to watch Breaking Bad, I know he plays Gus Fring, but um, the only thing I ever saw of him was the episode of Community, where they go to um, Chevy Chase's dad's company, and that's like his adopted brother, and he plays like kind of this like asshole, who, well, Chevy Chase is being an asshole, but they play like a video game, and like they're kind of like shitting on him, but he's like really good, and he's beating them. And at the end, he 
he's just really he's just a good guy just trying to do shit but like in that he just seems he comes off as so imposing they're firing blasters near him and he's just walking like whatever he's like you're not gonna hit me and then like he just is like he's like Darth Vader like I, I don't want to like say he's the next Darth Vader, but he's right. just as imposing because he just walks up and he's just like, "Hey, Din Djarin, Cara Dune, and uh, I, I well, Kara." Uh, he's like, "Hey, he's like, I know every single one of you." He's like, "There's no way out." He's like, "I've processed exactly where you think you're gonna go and everything." And I'm like, "Dude's got the shit figured out before he even goes in." Right, it it was it was like his role in uh in a in a Breaking Bad man. You got like bullets flying all over the place. He just like, look, I am the badass dude here. You cannot fuck with me. Yeah, it was and really I good. Like, I, he, yeah, what? he took that role and he brought it to this show. And also, I like that Pedro Pascal is, is that his last yeah, yeah. name? How he is the actual like hero in this like how i read like there's some scenes where they cut back where he's getting his armor just like welded throughout the whole series and becoming this like bounty hunter and getting his uh his a uh, jetpack at the end i thought like yo this is really sweet i like the way that woman bestowed the signet upon him yeah i thought that was very cool and you know, again, just so many questions. Where are they going to pick up where they left off? I want to know. Where's Werner Herzog? What were they doing to that baby? Um, oh, Werner's dead. Uh-huh. To, 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 quote, uh, to quote Pulp Fiction, Zed's dead, baby. Okay. He, but, he like, got blasted like three times. He's not getting back up, I don't think. Okay. Who? But what were they doing? Trying were they extracting like what blood? Can you actually yes, extract um, the force essence from someone? So the one guy who was with him, the dude, uh, the scientist. Mm-hmm. If you if you look closely, and I didn't pick it up, I read it. But if you look closely, the insignia on his armband is a Kaminoan cloning facility insignia. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to clone that baby. Mm. That's why they wanted it either dead or alive. But... Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Makes. What are they gonna? Uh, so this might be an obvious question, but what is their motivation with the baby Yoda species, whatever the fuck it is? What do they want with it? I mean, if from you, they have it use the force for their their will. Own it. I mean, yeah, they, um... Apparently, the race is inherently powerful in the force. So, and they'll have like an army like they, of force like a connection to it. They just—that's all they want, just a connection to the force. Like, so Moff Gideon has no no connection. He's just evil. He's just yeah, evil. They, have... he, they want to raise, I would imagine, soldiers that are like loyal to their leaders, but have force abilities. Like, could you imagine how un- like completely unstoppable that they would be? So yeah, like they just they, they so wouldn't they develop wanna, rebellion. In a sense, return like not, I guess like a Sith type soldier, like stormtroopers. But yes, like with force, like stormtroopers would be able to hit things now. So are they alluding? Yeah. Are they alluding to the fact? So season two, they say that they're gonna have like original Skywalker saga characters. 
show up. Oh, really? That's what they said today. That's what I saw a news article about today. I don't know how fucking true it is. You know how clickbait everything is nowadays. But um, Well, this is what, five Is it five years after the Battle Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah, after Jedi. Okay, so five that's years. feasible. I'm, I think maybe what they're, they're saying, like, the new trilogy. Like, we're going to see characters from the sequel trilogy. Oh. Obviously not yeah, the original okay. Skywalker saga. I don't really know what they're going to do, but that... They, I don't know. Are they alluding to the fact... Later. So, what's weird to me is that, like, there's... Everybody in this show is so in the dark. They never... Like, like that that uh, Mandalorian chick, the the blacksmith or whatever, she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Some, some race called Jedi. Like, and they're like, what the fuck is a Jedi? Like, they've never heard of that shit? Oh, yeah. Like really? Yeah, in, in five uh, years. Most of, most of the Jedi stuff after three, after the purge, most of the Jedi archives were wiped out. They kept it very hush hush, and people, after a couple of generations, like forgot that they even existed because the Empire was like, no, that they're not here. You know that they never existed because they wiped out all the archives. So even during a New Hope and Empire and Return of the Jedi, they were still just a myth because Luke was tentatively the only Jedi left. So. So it's like watching the show. I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "That makes sense because the imperial propaganda, like everybody, just forgot about the Jedi. They became a legend. Like nobody even knows if they really existed or not." Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, absolutely. Like what we see like, going on with a Luke. Fairy tale. Yeah, and what's going on with like Luke and, uh, or I guess after Revenge of the Sith. You know, Yoda's in hiding. So they, all the Jedi are eliminated. And then when, like, Luke and Darth Vader, like, it's, Darth Vader, it's more like a personal battle that's going on. Like, I guess everyone knows who Darth Vader is type of thing, probably. But, you know, there's always these people sitting around, like, a, a council table. And there's, like, other officers and, like, big deals in the Empire. So there's like a whole political part to it that we're kind of spared from in like the just the personal story of like Anakin and Luke and Leia, you know? That's more of just like I mean, yeah. The family story. That makes sense. Like we don't know we don't know who the, you know, the head manager at the Walmart headquarters is, but I'm sure right. he's a fucking big shot like Right. And the emperor's off doing something, you know? Like more He's on Exegol plotting his <laughs> on uh, Exegol revenge. Yeah. So are and are they alluding is... are they alluding to the fact that like what this uh baby this the 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 asset the child is going to become a Mandalorian? He's a foundling? I'm not sure if they'll go that far. Mm, no, that woman said I think foundling is kind of like a generic like youngling meaning like found like orphaned because we yeah. killed their parents type of thing. Um and she said uh, it needs to, didn't she basically say it needs to be returned to its kind? Yeah, you raise him till he's of age. Uh, or until, so you're his father. Yeah, but, so are the, is he going to return him to the other Yoda species kind? Is that what he's going to search for? Is he searching for Jedi? Oh, I think he's searching for the other, the species. I would Which would be nice because that's something that we really don't know anything about, and it's right. not in lore or anything. There are no right. books that cover Yoda's 
species name or anything where right, they come from. They're gonna create that. Yeah, Lucas yeah, wanted Lucas to keep, that, keep uh, that um out of the way anyway. Out of the way anyway. Right. That, well, there was Yaddle. He, he never gave the infamous Yaddle. Yeah, well, yeah, but he never gave the species a name. Right. He wanted to keep that like completely white. <laughs> now, well. Maybe and, uh, because he didn't sell his company, he would have a say still. <laughs> Just now, saying. Now, He's kind of allowed on set when he wants to, I think, though. Like, I've seen him on set of things. Like, they let him come and go. He can't do anything, but they let him see what's going on, I think. <laughs> he goes to touch a camera and John, like, slaps him. He's like, no, don't touch that. It's mine. I don't want any more pod racing on my fuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, you would have to let him in, wouldn't you? I kind do. of. Yeah. I mean, he, he, is, he, is the, he is the OG creator. I mean, he, he's, he's kind of God in this universe. So, I mean, you kind of have to let him come in and look right. around. It would just be like your grandfather saying something like that, and you just turn to your grandfather and say, yeah, we don't, people don't really do that anymore. Jeff, you'll have to send me the email yeah. for, for Disney so we can send them a scathing letter. About how we want an anthology film called Pod Racing, a Star Wars story. Oh God, not gonna look like <laughs> Pod Racing with Ben Quadrimero. Brandon hate Brandon loves Pod Racing. There goes his power chuffling. I Ben Quadrimero is like a flying squirrel. <laughs> there goes Quadrimero's power coupling. Oh God. Kevin lost, likes Cheetos. Stop I want it. more. I want more Stop. some Bulba. Sabuba. He's a dog. A really dog. nasty one. Watto. I want more Watto. <laughs> so, season two is talking about Darth Maul. Now, did Darth Maul have his hands on the Darth Yes. He yeah, did. So, that's good. Then. On the Dark Saber? Uh, yeah. Like, but. Um, I will. See, pe- people are talking about a Maul thing. Maul's dead. Maul died before episode four. Maul was killed by Obi-Wan on Tatooine, so I don't know why people are going, we were going to see Maul, we're going to see Maul. You're not going to see Maul. Yeah, you are. I, I, Maul's not dead. Maul comes back. No, Obi-Wan kills him. When? And, oh, In Romans. Yeah, one of the last episodes of Rebels, he comes oh, to Tatooine right to find Obi-Wan. In the and desert. he kills him. Right. Yeah. So I don't know why people are going, oh, we're going to see Maul in season two. We're going to see Maul in season No, you have a better chance of seeing Sabine Wren in season two and her losing the Darksaber because she's the one who gets it after Maul. So you have a better mm. chance of seeing her lose the saber than you do seeing Darth Maul. Here's a question. Here's something interesting. Is Jedi Fallen Order canon? Yes, and I love that game. I just finished it last night. Can we? Is there a chance that we'll see Cal Kestos? It's a possibility. That game is nuts looking. I mean, I mean, oh, look. Awesome. Why so would they? Why would they use uh, Cameron Monaghan's likeness and change absolutely fucking nothing about him? It looks like Cameron Monaghan on on in a game, just like Norman Reedus in Death Stranding. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they can, dude. They can trend. That's the easiest fucking shit ever. They all they gotta do is put him in a fucking move. Like put him in. Like bring him in, and, and there you go. Give him a fucking dual wielding. Oh, uh, 
they can do a lot of uh, good shit with that game because, like, I played it. I literally I picked it up the day after Christmas, and I played it for a couple hours the first night. This past weekend, I literally played for like six hours a day, <laughs> and like I I'd look at the clock and be like, oh shit, it's two a.m. and I'd go to sleep. And then get up and I'm like, hey, I'll play again. Hey, what what uh mode are you, are you uh playing on? I just played it on story mode for the Man. first time, bro. Legendary, it's a bitch, bro. Like that is not. It's so. I'll tell you what. Try, try to fight uh, Ogdo Bogdo on Grandmaster. <laughs> I tried it. I I started the game on just Jedi Master because I wanted a little bit of a challenge. I didn't. I'm not very far into it, but I gotta say, like, as far as games go, it is probably, like, one of the most seamless games. Like, as far as, like, they don't do, there's no difference between, like, the, the movie scenes and the actual gameplay. So, yeah. when you're going through it, unless you're paying attention and you notice that, like, the camera sort of centers back on the character, I fucking have no idea when I'm about to start yeah. playing again, and I die all the fucking time. Oh, I, I got all the time. Going down like the uh, the ramps where you slide. If I miss a jump, and then the thing that pissed me off is every time I'd miss a jump, it would start me back on the ramp. So like, if I miss that time, then I'm like, well, I'm going back to the ramp, and then I'd go back down. If I missed it that time, I was like, God damn it! Like I'd get so pissed off because I couldn't like make a jump, and you have to be so fucking precise when you want to hit a rope or like. Uh, one of the things on Kashyyyk, like the balloon things that like help you like double jump, you have to hit that shit precise or you drop. I mean, it's realistic. Jump in uh, force push or a pull. Yeah. Jump in force pull all the time. And then, hey guys, I just saw that. I I have to uh, I have to cut out. I have to bail out now. That's okay, Jeff. It was time. it was good having you, Jeff. Thank you very much. Why? How longer? How much longer are you guys gonna talk? Oh man, you have no idea, dude. This, this, this is we're we're only the first one we did, man, was like three and a half hours. Four Fuck. hours long, really? Um, yeah, almost four. Well, this is we're coming on on three. Well, we started at nine. By the time we got everything going, it was like my recorder is telling me two hours and eight minutes. Two hours and eight minutes. Wow, I have to be to work at like. Technically, I have to start at seven, but I like to go in at like six. So, right, that makes sense. I know that. I gotta get going. That's Thank cool, you. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Hey, Jeff. Hey, have a good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy, happy New Year. Same New Year. There's one. I'm cutting the computer and phone. I guess I can just. Old man syndrome right here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Where's my... Did he hit? Did he hit? There's a little disconnect sign at the bottom for you if you need to... Uh... I think he may have got... But yeah, I need to, I need to play that game. That's one game that I uh, haven't had a chance to it's so worth it. I didn't even buy it on sale. I bought it for full price because I was like, you know what? This is going to be really good. I mean, I have a dude at work that said he's going to let me borrow, but he didn't let me borrow. 
I uh, one of my buddies bought it and I played it. He bought it like the day or so that it came out, and I played for a couple hours over at my one friend's house where he plugged it in to his Xbox. And I played it for like maybe two or three hours, and I enjoyed it a lot. And then I didn't play it again, so I was like, I'm gonna go buy that because that, you know, I need to I need to finish that game. And it actually like on story mode. I don't I don't play a lot of video games, but playing that on story mode was like actually pretty easy. And I was like, oh, I expected that to be like a lot more challenging. But I guess it's more about the story than it is about like you know because you you back and forth like across six planets through the story of the game yeah i think it's really cool i really so me, i really love about it. The war. yeah i'm so used to i mean i play nothing but fighting games and kevin can tell you that but i mean i Shit, do I really want you that everybody knows i play fighting game <laughs> i was gonna say i see it on your facebook all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if anyone here is uh, interested i do actually stream that game in order. oh nice yeah I'm, I'm currently streaming it um because i like to stream and it's fun so if anyone wants to watch me sometime it's i'll just put my uh link in this uh yeah i was gonna say throw it in there i'll check it out yeah, man, hook me up with the link in that uh, group chat that we have between me, you, and Brandon, and I'll throw it up on the uh, uh, podcast description as well. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And, uh, you know, like I was telling uh, Brandon that, you know, whoever invites me into their thing, I always give out shout-outs like nothing, you know what I mean? But it's really fun. That's something I mean. I I don't think I, I I'm not big on gaming. I play the fuck out of some Pokemon, but it's about it. Or Halo back in the fuck yeah, dude. Halo was the shit. Yeah, now we're all PlayStation bull. I play Xbox. Sorry. Get out of here. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact: I didn't even buy the Xbox. It was an it was a Christmas present from. My uh, ex best friend. Ooh, well, fair enough. He, yeah. he didn't, hey, fuck it. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. And the first game that I bought for it is uh, Fallen Order. And I've had it for like five years. I've used it for Netflix and nothing else. And then I bought uh, Fallen Order and I was like, I'm going to play the shit out of this. And I did. Very cool. Very yeah. I'm too busy fucking. Building arcade sticks, what I should be building. I'm gonna, I'm telling you, I'm building that dark saber tomorrow. I'll, I'll figure out a way. This is the do way. You do all the this is the way. Uh, I'll probably just uh, get like an LED flashlight and then put it in like a square hilt and then use a acrylic plexiglass for the blade and then frost it. What do you, uh, you uh, build stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I convert um, Hasbro Black Series sabers to dueling grade. I've only done a couple so far. I collect Ultra sabers and basically any prop from the movies if I can replicate it or make it for cheap, I'll do it. Like I have a Z6 Riot baton 
Uh, I have Hans DL44 blaster. I have an E11 blaster. I just, shockingly on eBay, like a couple months ago, found an actual Kobold flash gun, which is the thing that is used for the droid callers. And the guy, he didn't know what it was, and there are two different versions of the droid callers. The one I couldn't get, but I needed the clip off of it because I'm in the process of, I bought a three-cell Graflex flash gun, which, Brandon, you know, was the thing that Luke's original lightsaber was made from. So I bought one of those, and I've been slowly trying to get the parts to build that, and I'm trying to make the Empire Strikes Back. So there's a clip with a D-ring on the bottom of the saber, and it only comes on a Cobalt flash gun. So this guy on eBay was showing, uh, he said he didn't know which it was. He said he thought it was a Cobalt, but it could have been another one. And I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, that's a Cobalt. And then I looked, and I saw it had the clip. And I was like, "Uh, that's the clip I need. So for 100 bucks, I bought that got the clip for it, and then I ordered a replica clip and put it on there with the D-ring. So now I have a an actual cobalt droid collar with only one replica part on it, and then the Graflex now has the original cobalt D-ring clip on it. Dude, that's awesome. Holy- yeah, that, that piece is going to be... Uh, after all said and done, I'll probably put over $1,000 into that Graflex. But it'll, be, but it'll be the most authentic that you've ever seen because it's all original time authentic parts. Do you Everything have, on it is from the 70s or do, before. Do you have any any uh, pictures I can see on here? Uh, let me see. Yeah, no, I want to get... I need to get another Ultra Saber or... Uh, have you ever dealt with Saber Forge? I don't know. I haven't... Uh, I'm beginning to buy one from them. I just bought my last Ultra Saber uh, the day after Christmas. I got Qui-Gon's, but I got the Emerald driver, so it'll change to any color that I want. So, oh, nice. Very cool. So that's know, my that, that last was... uh, Ultra Saber. I think I'm going to buy a Saber Forge next, but I don't know which one. I was going to do their like uh, the economy size one just to you know see what they're all about. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I have a fucking mortgage, so I don't have time to really spend yeah. like hundreds of dollars, you know. Oh yeah. But I mean, I, I have my my stun saber. I don't have any sound because if I'm getting pictures or anything with it, it's like you're not going to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in a fucking convention or anywhere you're at, it's going to be loud. You're. Oh yeah. Try to think. Try to think, you know, smart. Yeah, exactly. Where I'm trying to plus, if you want to hit something, you don't want it to break either. So you definitely want to get good. Um... Oh yeah, you want to get the polycarbonate uh, blades. But uh, fun, fun little uh, bit about that. My buddy and I started dueling with them, and I. Uh, we broke three blades in one week because we dueled outside and it was like 10 degrees here. And those blades, once they're in the cold for so long, will start to get brittle like anything else. And we shattered three blades by fighting with them. But I'm wondering if I, if I can't find... Uh... I have a video of us dueling. 
So Mark Mark Hamill as Vesemir. Thoughts? Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I think old man Luke was awesome. Like I liked his snobby personality, you know, fuck you type grandpa. And uh, I don't know if anyone has seen the uh, the uh, Witcher, but this dude named Boss Logic, he's on Facebook and Instagram, does all this like Photoshop oh, stuff, man. He did Mark Hamill as Vesemir. I was like, yo, that actually would be really awesome to see. You know, from coming from lightsaber to to uh, steel, you know, he's got like the, like all the moves. It'd be it'd be pretty sweet to see. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I have yet to watch The Witcher. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either, but it's on my list. <clears throat> yeah, I hear it's really good. I. I... <laughs> Dude, these Saberforge <clears throat> eco things, man, they're pretty sweet. They, they have, like, I like the way their hilts look, too. Like, they just look pretty. Oh, yeah, because they go, they make them as, like, accurate as they possibly can. Like, they're, uh... Yeah, yeah Ultra Sabers is just, like... You you can tell it's gone through like a like um oh God I can't think of it right now but like kind of just like a, a pipe a pipe fitting you know process like a, a like a molder like you know like oh here you go oh yeah nah I feel like it looks like Savory Forge really does do a lot of like oh yeah I mean they. They've done, they've come really far from apparently from where they first were. Yeah, because I remember like, uh, what was a few years ago, I went on their site and I was like, man, what the fuck? I'm not paying this much for this shit. <laughs> I would not pay this much. Yeah. And now, oh, hey, I just put that video in there of me and my buddy Tommy fighting with the Sabres. Nah, I'm checking it. I'll see if it if it loads. Aaron, where did you film that at? Doolittle's. Where? Doolittle's at the pizza car. Oh, Doolittle's. Okay. It's pretty fucking sweet. Is that actually? It was one of our better ones because we practiced for like a couple of weeks, and that was the first duel where every almost every time we made contact, like one of us parried the other's attack, so it actually ended up looking like a real duel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm done. That is awesome. That is. We uh, he, he was talking about something. He's like, he's like, you know what we need to do? And I was like, what? He's like, 
we need to get like a, a like a LARP group together. He said, but we'll have people who have nerf blasters. He said, they'll be like Jedi generals. He said, you have to deflect like the nerf darts, like blaster bolts, and then like go up and like kill like the other team or whatever. And I was like, that would actually be kind of cool. And like if people rotate to become like a, a Sith general or a Jedi general because not everyone can use the force. But like if you're the Jedi general or the Sith general, then you could like force choke people out or some shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. like, well, I was like, dude, that would actually be pretty sweet. I would I would love to participate in something like that. Well, fellas, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I am actually really tired and hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm also okay. done. Yeah, it sounds, Thanks, guys. sounds good. Thanks, guys, for joining yes, in. And, yes, uh, man. This was, again, it was amazing. Again, it was amazing. Can't wait for, Can't next, wait for Mandalorian next Mandalorian thing. We can do another round. Oh, hell yeah. You know, th- this was actually my first podcast, and I'm like really honored to be in this. It's pretty neat. I've actually learned a lot. Hell yeah, man. I always, I always have a blast. Man, we've been doing this for what? Shit, man. Like what? Fucking almost four years now. Yeah. yeah it's been a while. Now, I mean, but yeah, like, we should have whatever. more episodes out for four years, but it's been rough for a little while. Yeah. But honestly, like whatever pop culture topics, like you know, like I would like to be more part of, you know, if it's cool or like Barjun, but it's really neat. Hey man, you know, you got my name on Facebook, man. All you gotta do is hit me up. Like we used to do episodes more, uh, regularly until I decided that the news cycle was fucking bullshit. Um, and that there wasn't room for an episode every week to sit there and be like, like, you know what I mean? You'll get news articles now that'll say like, Breaking news. Uh, looks like Ghostbusters is headed to the afterlife after the title for this new movie's coming out. And you're like, oh, shit, what's that? And you look at it, and it's like, Ghostbusters 3, afterlife. And I'm like, really? Like, that's fucking breaking news? Come on. And it pisses me yeah. off. So I've decided <laughs> to be like, no. You know what I mean? Marvel does that shit, too. They're like, oh, you'll never guess what the title for Black Widow's movie is. And you click on it, and it's like, it'll be titled Black Widow. Like, okay. <laughs> that's not fucking breaking news. It's breaking news if you're like Black Widow's movies called Macaroni and Cheese. Like that's fucking that's crazy. Why? There's some macaroni and cheese. Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense, but that's not I don't know. So I decided no longer to do um news and shit. So we do I guess what I was trying to say was we do everything that that's big. Like, for when the nerd world gets real, that's when we come in and we're like, all right, we're going to talk about Star Wars, we're going to talk about Endgame, we're going to talk about fucking Detective Pikachu, you know, big shit that comes out, we're going to talk about it, you know what I mean? Bro, I really can't wait to, I I really hope it happens about the new uh, Batman. (laughs) You mean like the Robert Pattinson? Yeah. I'm fucking pumped, man. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like, apparently he's done, like, other good movies, but I've never seen him in anything ever. But Besides Twilight. I've never seen that. <laughs> like, I, I told someone today I've never seen Harry Potter. It just didn't look good to me. Harry Potter's awesome. But 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate for saying that the books are better, so it is what but it anyways, is. Anyways, I am out, fellas. It was, again, awesome talking to you all. All good right. Night. Yep, have a good night, guys. All right, later, Deez. Later.